First off, a special thank you to our amazing Patreon.com patrons. Terry, Erica, Stephanie, Diane, Barbara, Anna, Jenny, Robin, Jennifer, Karen, Mary, Kevin, Jill, Joe, Sarah, Kayla, Evelyn, Corinne, Alicia, Michael, and our forever first, Trisha. As Patreon patrons, you'll get access to our bonus episodes where Patricia, Nayland, and I talk about other things we're interested in, like Warren Stories or Next in Fashion and the Project Runway reunion episodes. And of course, you will also have our eternal gratefulness for helping us express our love for all things Project Runway and to be able to share it with you lovely, amazing fellow fans of this wonderful show. If you'd like to become a Patreon patron, visit our page on patreon.com forward slash the workroom podcast. The link is in the show notes. Now let's get to it. Okay, guys, time is up. Come on, people. Let go. Let's go home. Hey, everyone together, let's get up out of here and go home. <laughs> Wrong song. Hello, all you lovely, wonderful listeners. Welcome back into the workroom, a labor of love dedicated to Project Runway. I'm Ernest, and you just cannot have a print challenge that's all about the fluoro and not have all of the vulva. Mm, I'm so glad I revised my tag, my tagline, <laughs> my dear. Because, uh, hi, I'm Patricia and I am blooming like a pair of scissors. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, yeah, and we'll, we'll, and we'll get into that. As, as we get into this challenge, of course, so both of our taglines are a little bit of a hint, hint on what the challenge was this episode. But before we go into that, welcome back into the workroom, Patricia. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and welcome back, listeners. We are so happy to be back with you for episode four of season 19 on um, Two Point Bravo. And just to remind everyone, uh, we are on all of the social mediums, not all of them. We're on Instagram and Facebook at The Workroom Podcast, so search for us there. And just to remind everyone, we do have a cheat sheet that um, is in our, your show notes. And I will prompt you when it's time to click on that link so you can follow along with us as we talk about the final designs in runway order. And also to remind everyone, we are also on Patreon. Um, we are gearing up to drop our bonus episodes um, there soon. And uh, last but not least, we love hearing from you all, uh, especially on Gmail. So send us an email with your hot takes, your questions, and your gossip to us at intheworkroom at gmail.com. And so the past, like it's, I have to say that it's been really great to be back on Project Runway Prime because I feel like that's when everyone is paying attention. Um, it's easier to access the actual show. So when we do our vintage season, sometimes it takes a little bit of digging. Um, so it's been really fun on um, the social mediums to kind of get your takes in the comments. Um, one of the things that's been happening a little bit behind the scenes uh, is we have a wonderful listener on Instagram, Emily Rocks, shout out Emily Rocks138, um, and also Alicia, 
who have been doing the the people's work, the Project Runway work called journalism. <laughs> it's called Project Runway Journalism because um, <laughs> Yahoo News, I don't remember when this was. This is a little bit before the premiere um, of season 19, but Yahoo News um, uh, released that there is a Project Runway channel that is um, only available if you have Android devices. So I'm a Mac person and I couldn't get to it. Um, and it, apparently it was just on Samsung devices or it's a Samsung sponsored channel. And so Emily Rocks was like, I'm on it. I will see how this is going to happen. And so Emily Rocks confirmed it. And so did Alicia confirm it on Gmail that there is, guys, there is a Project Runway channel out there. Um, uh, if you have Android, so if you have a Fire Stick, Amazon, or if you have a Samsung TV and it's running... Um, Project Runway, I think season six through 16. So only lifetime 24 seven, 24 seven. Um, I can't access it. I have not figured it out. Uh, but Patricia, have, have you, you said something about Roku? Yeah. So I actually have an Android, well, a Samsung Android and I couldn't find it. So if, if any of these whizzes can let us know, like how you find the channel, mm-hmm. um, let let us know because I'm I'm I just went to the like the Play Store and mm-hmm. I typed in Project Runway and I was expecting it to be there somewhere. Okay. And it was not. So I think. Um, okay. So I think the the I think the journalists need to like the media journalists need to get back to us. With, okay, oh wait, because yes. I have I have. <laughs> I have Emily's comment, Emily Rock's comment here, and it says, oh. first you have to add the mm-hmm. app for Samsung TV Plus. So it also sounds like it's one of those yes. plus things where you might have to subscribe to it, maybe? Okay. You know what I just realized on mine? I'm like doing, I'm like doing this as, as we're talking, too. Um, you have to have Google TV, and then you have to buy each season for $20. Ah, great. Amazing. So that's, I mean, it, that's, that's there, but you know what I have on Roku. So on the Roku platform and a listener actually told us about this. So I went to check it out because, oh no, 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 no. I don't even think the person had Roku. I think the person just said IMDB or something like that. Mm-hmm. So I went to Roku, I installed IMDB. It's a free app. And that app has about seven seasons or maybe more from like season six to season 15 of Project Runway plus all the all-stars all seasons oh, and, okay. and they're all free 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 they have ads but it's free yeah i believe that might have been um reporter alicia from the trenches of thank Project- you <laughs> thank you reporter alicia we love a media reporter we love a media reporter <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for that. Yeah, I, I really appreciate it because I saw it and then my heart dropped because I'm like, oh no, I don't have a Samsung TV. And then I just stopped. I just I just felt like I, I, I'll never get it because I'm still hoping and dreaming that um, they'll pick them up on Peacock somehow. But I have a feeling that it might not happen, especially if oh. they're, you know, separating out the project. I'm sorry, separating out the lifetime seasons. Um which is the majority oh. of Project Runway. So I don't know. So right, we'll, right, right. Maybe I'll just have to jump on board and figure it out <laughs> with IMDb. Um, well, it, it, it's, I actually tried to watch like one episode and then of course I got, it was like, oh, phone call. Oh, this, oh, that. Mm-hmm. But it was playing 
Um, and the ads are nowhere near the annoyance level of uh, Daily Motion. Okay, that's great. Ugh, yeah, such a huge step <clears throat> up. Yeah, right. you know, I actually like ads now because it like gives me a chance to get up <laughs> and go get like tea, go do this, go do that. You know what? <laughs> yeah, I'm getting kind of, I, I'll you know, call that analog, old school. I feel the same way because I, I did that with this episode where um, I didn't I, I watched it almost live and then I let the commercials go because I'm like, OK, all right, I can get up and get some water or yeah. I can actually finish typing out my thoughts <laughs> from the last second. Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, um, shall we get to it? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, so let's let's get into this episode. And, um, you know, unlike our other ones, we're not starting um, at the end of the previous episode. Instead, we're starting in the townhouse. But um, my least favorite thing, um, crack of dawn, it's 7 a.m. That's it's not crack of dawn, but it's early for me. I'm like, oh, this, this is upsetting to see them up at seven. But um, we, you know, we kind of see the designers sort of living with one another and i'll just say for the first part we're in this we're in the apartment for quite some time um so i just wrote down random things like bones is looking for an iron i guess bones goes downstairs and he's like do you guys have an iron uh <clears throat> and chastity has immunity and so um uh, also has the mental space to dream about an eyebrow archer like a person coming into their apartment and actually arching their eyebrows which i guess is a thing I don't know. <laughs> Why not? Is. Why not? You know, this sequence is so nice because I'm like, wow, I see them eating. They have food. They have bagels. They have juice. Yeah. <laughs> I just, like, it's really heartwarming, actually. I like seeing them as roommates. Yeah. 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 Um, the, yeah, Chastity has mail and we get to see her read her mail from, um, from her kids. And, um, and, and all, yeah, so Chastity tells us that the last conversation with her children before leaving was about um, sacrifice or dreams and sacrifices, which sounds like a really wonderful way to explain to your children why you won't be around for some time and, and the purpose mm. of being away from them. Um, I, I really, really love this. And then also hearing... Um, hearing her read <laughs> their uh their letters she's like mom you are so amazing strong brave you are our hero and our queen Aww. you are so smart too i like you i guess <laughs> just they're so cute i know it's like you're everything we know and love yeah because <laughs> you're <a> mom <laughs> Gosh. I love that. <laughs> and we have um yeah, we get this wonderful montage of images that of of just, you know, mostly her with her daughters and um I just call them cu just cute ass pics of children all over the place. <laughs> um Sabrina is curling Anna's hair. Katie's walking around looking like, you know, adult Rainbow Bright. Bones is reminiscing about being on the bottom last night and his Prince of Thieves outfit. And it's just like a lot of time <laughs> with these designers. And um, 
so we we get to um, show up with them at the I'm calling it the Dugal warehouse. We have not talked about this, but the workroom on the outside has a sign Dugal warehouse, and Dugal. Uh, for a lot of photo people who live in New York City, is a very well-known entity. Um, so every time I see it, I'm just like, okay, we're back in the Dugal warehouse instead of saying the workroom. But um, but as they're walking up, there we're there, there are benches outfitted in flowers. There are flowers inside the workroom. There's just like flowers bursting everywhere, and so we get to meet inside the workroom. Elaine Welteroth. So Elaine is starting off the the hosting duties for this episode. And she's there with someone named Lewis Miller, a.k.a. the Flower Bandit, a.k.a. Botanical Banksy, a.k.a. creator of the Flower Flash. Um, a.k.a. who's that? I, exactly. Okay. Oh, my God. Can I just say? Have you oh heard of this person before? So Elaine's like, mm, uh, humble brag, uh, Lewis here did the flowers for my soup wedding last year. And I remember seeing those images of her soup wedding. I did not notice the flowers in the background, but also seeing all of these things around New York bursting with flowers, apparently. I'm just like, where? Where in New York? Was it just Manhattan? Was it well, just parts probably. of Brooklyn where I don't live? I don't care. Yeah, it, that's exactly it. It's just going to be where, like big hotels who can pay who can afford to pay for this stuff yes there's like a there's one image of a uh looks like a food truck that's filled with flowers there's a trash can filled with flowers but i i'm i I tried to figure out what the corners were or where this was and it just feels like it was mostly manhattan except for elaine's stoop which looks like it's in brooklyn i'm pretty sure elaine lives in brooklyn yeah, I thought so too. Yeah, so it's 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 in Brooklyn at Elaine's house only, and then in Manhattan and other places where you know it's rare to just kind of walk across that because um, and apparently this has been happening I think during lockdown. So um, how it's been framed oh. is, and this is, I'm just speculating, but because I have I didn't do any research because you know I'm low key mad <laughs> that. This didn't happen in my neighborhood, and I feel like it's in parts of Manhattan where I just don't access those places in Manhattan very often. Anyway, and so, um, but it sounded like it was um, a gesture to the city to kind of um, spread joy in the midst of a very, very, very um, uh, traumatic time um, in, in New York while we were locked down in quarantine and the streets were very empty. So if this also was in Manhattan, um, a lot, you know, the subway, you know, no one was riding the subways. No one was really leaving their neighborhoods. Um, so it most likely was wherever Lewis Miller lives. Or m- maybe wherever um, Lewis Miller and his workers were able to go. I don't know. Um, I mean, we don't we don't know, right? We don't no, know. We don't. I mean, okay. lots of people would have paid to, to have publicity, like, yeah. to do that as publicity. Um, you know what I did like? What? I did like how, how enthusiastic that person was to be on the show. Oh, yeah. I like, did that was fun. Because I thought it was really a really wonderful entrance in to, you know, I, I generally believed him when he's when when, you know, the mm-hmm. I will call him the botanical Banksy. When the botanical mm-hmm. Banksy is just like, you know what? <laughs> 
I really love how fast you have to work because that's how I work. It's mm-hmm. kind of like a like a pop up. Um, uh, you know, you can sort of think about um, how the essence of this kind of surprise um, is spurred on by it just appearing. So they probably work, you know, like the whole team probably works in the middle of the night or something. And, you know, so you can, and people can happen upon it. That's I don't know. That's all that's just in my head. Um, imagining what this is like and so that that's that's quick it has to be a fast turnaround um and so the botanical banksy introduces um some of the challenge um and their challenge is to create a high-end fashion look that embraces floral prints and then as they're saying prints the camera zooms into katie who is wearing a non-floral pattern i would like to point out because hmm. I think the cameras and the producers, everyone wants us to think that Katie is a shoe in for this. And um, I don't think so because I haven't seen Katie wearing any floral prints. Um, but also, you know, uh, this is a print challenge in general. And, um, I, you know, I think they're, they're, they're quite difficult. But also, I don't necessarily think Katie... Um, uh, this will be like in Katie's wheelhouse particular because this is floral and florals are hard. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And randomly uh, Elaine kind of calls this group, the greatest group of designers that the show has ever seen. <laughs> what was that about? <laughs> I, what was that about? No, I was just like, wait a second. And Chastity rightfully so is like, uh Oh, they going to be hated. I was like, yeah, no, <laughs> like if I were a designer previously, and I'm sorry, the greatest designer who's ever been on the show for a print challenge <clears throat> is Dom Strader. And, you know, I, I feel like Dom's not in this group. So why that's can you, true. That's the true. Group on the show. So, um, but, but at I, this point, I, but you know what, at this point, having seen like what Zane did and what, what we see from Zane, I was like very psyched for what Zane would do. Like mm-hmm. we don't, we haven't seen their portfolios. Oh, you mean Zayden? Oh, Zayden. I'm sorry. Yeah. 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 Um, so I was sort of like hoping mm-hmm. that would be like a hint of things to come. But after seeing the episode, I was like, no, yeah, because I didn't really, <laughs> I didn't remember that Zayden was a print designer. Did they, did, did Zayden say that before this, this episode? Um, I, I don't remember that, but, okay. but in this episode, they show this beautiful triptych of three looks that I was like, wow, look yeah. at those prints. Those I, are very beautiful. I agree. <laughs> yeah. Um, and so, yeah. So, so we find out who the print people are. This happens every time there is a print challenge. We find out who is scared who is diving in, you know, head first and super confident. Zayden is one of them. And, um, and another thing that is wonderful about this challenge that we kind of get from the get-go is that they'll be working remotely with a graphic designer to create and design a floor print um, uh, uh, on their own. So it's also kind of a collaborative challenge. And this is the yeah. first time, I believe that they've ever worked with a graphic designer for this kind of challenge. Mm-hmm. I don't remember another That's time good. that a print challenge involved another person. So I don't know. I didn't have any thoughts on that, but I don't know if, I don't know. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Um, but it's a two day challenge 
and um, they will get an hour and 15 minutes to meet with their graphic designer. And they also don't go to mood this episode, but they have a mini mood that's in the back somewhere and it's for supplemental fabric. So they kind of just get the double down from Elaine and we don't get um, the dressing down from Tim <laughs> saying like, that means you can only use, you know, 10% of this fabric, blah, 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 whatever. But they all know, and we all, we all know it's season 19 that, you know, the supplemental fabric is only there for, for sparse use. And, um, and while they're, um, they're sketching, they, they get to sketch, um, or they get to kind of work a little bit on their own before calling their designers and Lewis Miller gets to check in with them, um, during this whole thing. Um, yeah. Um, so before, and yeah, and another, um, slew of processes goes, they choose their models and, um, they also get to, um, grab some flowers and start their sketching before they meet with their designers. It all kind of gets mushed in together, but what did you think about this process? Cause some people are going, um, sort of abstract where they're using the flowers themselves to create a print of their own and other people are kind of throwing them around and, um, and approaching this print challenge um, from, from different angles. Well, at this point, I thought, I think we now know by now that the person going to check in on the designers is going to be Lewis, which I thought was really a good move. Mm -hmm. um, but as far as what they're making, I always feel like it can go anywhere from here mm -hmm. <laughs> you know from we're only shown like such a small segment of what each of them are doing yeah um so i actually didn't think too much about it i let's see who was i excited about we, we don't really see much of what anybody's doing actually what did what did you think well i thought it was interesting i was initially really excited about what Anna was doing because she grabs like mm. a handful of flowers, dips them in paint and then starts kind of rubbing it on some, some surface. And then she yeah. starts spray painting them. See, and I just feel like, I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh no. And then we have like Christina who was on the ground taking photos from <laughs> different, different places on the ground, which I'm just like, I love that. Like I, 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 you know, like I love photographing, from the ground and then she had like Katie throwing flowers over her, over her and she was taking um photos of the flowers with um an iPad or some mm -hmm. like an iPad looking thing and I thought oh yeah. this is interesting um but Chantal okay so Chantal starts sketching from memory and um says that you know Chantal loves creating prints but didn't want to do what what the other designers were doing um and then starts drawing <clears throat> starts sketching out this structure that looks very similar to the shirt that she's wearing in her talking head. And I so I thought that we were going to see that print show up later and we don't. So I was like, Oh, Chantal's talking to us from the future about the print that she's oh. making that she's wearing right now. But it, it's not, it turns out to be something else. But I think both of these prints were inspired by similar things and it's hmm. basically scaffolding or like a structure that her grandmother had um, growing up. Um, and I think she's very much influenced by this scaffolding structure um, and that had like, you know, looks like a checkerboard or looks like, 
Yeah, it looks like kind of like a checkerboard has like a square motif or a weaving motif maybe, and then flowers coming out of it. Um, yeah. Yeah, I thought she was doing some unconscious thing, but she wasn't. <laughs> it's a totally different mm. print. <laughs> yeah. You know, I thought those shots of like people like painting with flowers and like, you know, throwing flowers in the air to catch a photo. I was like, fine, fine, fine. But I was like on part of the like the edit team, like mm-hmm. the... the just like this is like the most cliche things about creativity you know Mm -hmm. like i'm sure these designers are doing way more interesting things yeah than we're being shown right now i mean i think they're they're probably like thinking more interesting (laughs) things and doing it you know like why are you that's yeah 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 but what did you think about the katie segment where they really go kind of like we see more of like what katie has made before yeah, I thought this was sort of a missed opportunity to get into her thing about Prince because it was mostly about, oh, how did Katie get famous? How did Katie get Instagram famous? Right, right, <laughs> um, right, right. And so what we find out, and in my notes I, I wrote, oh, is this why she's on the show? Um, so Katie went viral overnight because she started printing or started making these prints and then sharing her process online and then overnight went up 32,000 followers and from all the images we see it looks like they're all uh, shots from her Instagram account Um, all like really great photos I I just I was like Katie has a really great IG presence and um, and and also kind of thinks that like so, so Katie's um, rationale is okay I have a ton of followers they see what I do so when I get my line together my clothes will sell like hotcakes and I mm. agree <laughs> I, mm-hmm. I, I think that's a great yeah um, I agree I mean, there's some I stuff in there like clothes, I, I, I oh agree. there was some stuff in there that I really really liked I mean it's very like Scandinavian mm-hmm. with like Japan, mm-hmm. like it's just these like wide doll collars that I don't really like. Yes, yeah, <laughs> that are completely infantile. But I love a lot of the color palettes that Katie works with. Yeah, Katie has some like I would I would say that I really enjoyed the non prints. Like there was a jumpsuit, like a deep or like I'll say like a radiant purple, like a royal purple jumpsuit um that was paired with i think i'm I'm trying to remember this like a a teal or some type of emerald green um blouse that i thought was really great i was like i like that (laughs) i think that's really bold and and wonderful yeah um and and very like kind of um downplayed not a lot of um the collars that i think are that you're you're referencing they're just very infantile um, no, I'm, I'm not saying the colors are infantile. I mean the collars. Yeah, that's what I, yeah, like, sorry. The, I meant, the, the, like the yeah, neck I, collar? Yeah, um, I said collar, but it sounded like collar. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> got it, got it. So, which I'm like, oh, okay. And especially that wide, like, and big. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, what did you think about Darren? You know what? I'm so glad to rest on this with you. I don't know if it's now or later, but like Darren is explaining about where the like inspiration comes from, mm-hmm. right? Is it now or is it with Christian? It's now. 
or it's now. Yeah, Darren started sort of starts talking about it with Lewis Miller because um, um, Miller comes over and is like, "Oh, so what are you sketching?" And that's when Darren's like, "Oh, you know, um, do you know that the bikini bottoms on SpongeBob?" And and so okay, and I I've never watched SpongeBob before. I know about SpongeBob. Um, but I had no idea. I, I wasn't understanding any of the words that were coming out of Darren, Darren's mouth in reference to this, but I think it had to do with the, um, kind of like rudimentary sketch, um, that I think Darren was pulling straight from something or a motif that is on SpongeBob's bikini bottoms, maybe. Yeah. And so that's, that was the base of, of the, the design, but this is also where Darren starts to talk about wanting to play it safe um, because um, things have been very unsteady, and um, and we again get that uh, flashback to the convo with Christian about not wanting to flop or or feeling like um, mm-hmm. like yeah that, that Darren's mostly been in the bottom, so yeah, a lot of unsteadiness happening. I mean, what I liked about this segment of like the the SpongeBob is that I was like, oh wow. By the way, I also have not seen a SpongeBob. Uh, I mean, I know what it looks like. I've seen the subway ads, mm-hmm. <laughs> but that, that that's about it, you know. But I kind of thought I was like, oh wow, look at that. I was excited by the the prospect that there are so many ways to be involved in fashion without trying to be Gucci or Versace. Yeah. And like, there's so many, so many avenues to get involved in fashion. And like, for me, like, not that I know what any of them are, but like, well, actually, I know actually a lot more than I um, am giving myself credit for now, just because I used to work, I used to have to hire teams. Mm -hmm. But like, when when Darren said that, I was like, oh my gosh, yeah, look at, look at this other way of employing fashion creativity. Yeah. Um, so I was actually really, I thought, well, this is a, like, this is great. <laughs> like, this is really great. Yeah. And of course, like we think, oh, if it's on a show, it's going to be costume. Okay. Yeah. We know about that. But not all costuming is about like period piece. Yeah. Right. Like a, like a master race theater show on channel 13 or whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think that to sort of have this like hyper creative possibility for how to apply fashion. Like I could be the person that draws fashion for all the new Shira cartoons or mm-hmm. draws fashion for all these other things that I thought was like a really cool perspective that I don't remember really coming up on the show before. No, I don't think so. Or, or you know, I don't think anyone has blatantly referred to a cartoon or any or, or anything like that, where it's just like a like a very specifically pop culture reference in that sense. And and I, you know, I I don't equate SpongeBob with youth because mm-hmm. I did not watch SpongeBob specifically because it was funnier hearing a cousin of mine tell me what the episodes were because I, <laughs> I have an older cousin who loves Spongebob and I think this I was in my I was in my teens so she was definitely in her 20s like an older like mid-20s loves Spongebob and she would tell me about 
the episodes and how great it was. And I would laugh my ass off. And then I would watch the episodes. And I'm just like, you know what? It's actually funnier coming from my cousin. And so I, so I reference SpongeBob through her. And, um, and, and it's like a matter of humor and taste and not necessarily something that's like childish because I know that we sort of get comments about Darren being very aware that they're like the, you know, Darren's like the youngest on this, um, this, the season, even though I, I think yeah. 27 is not young. Um, yeah. and, but yeah. I think Darren feels young and kind of plays up a lot of youth. And I, I, I think that the SpongeBob reference is like a nod towards being like young and cute. But um, mm-hmm. I kind of I think about my my cousin who's like 15 years older than me, <laughs> mm-hmm. really being in, really being into SpongeBob. Um, yeah. So yeah, yeah. Um, and then we kind of go yeah. into them meeting with their designers, and and we do see Darren first meeting with um, with their. Uh, I, I put it in. I was like, oh no, Darren is sexually harassing Lucas. <laughs> Lucas is Darren's designer. Um, and as Darren is asking Lucas to pull up an image, um, I think Lucas like loses connection or something. And Darren's like, oh no, oh, was I so cute that, you know, you just kind of got distracted and, and, and had to turn away briefly. I'm like, Darren, focus. Okay, focus. I know. It's okay to be single. It is totally fine. Yes, yes. You're wonderful on your own. Enjoy it. I know. And Lucas is like, um, can we just get through this <laughs> we've got like 300 because i think i think the designers have to share the graphic designers or the designers share each other so each there aren't we don't see a lot of graphic designers i think um uh there aren't that many um so so darren is working with lucas and then we see bones working with Dar- darlena i'm gonna i'm gonna pronounce it that way darlena and um i think octavio is also working with someone who's similar but um and so so we don't have to go through everyone but was there any interaction that stood out to you oh my gosh i mean the one it was the one with katie where katie oh there was some kind of like language barrier and like but you keep saying the same thing over and over just Mm -hmm. say something different you know like just change the way just say i want yellow i want the yellow yes like Saying it louder is not going to help the language barrier. You know, saying I, it over and over that's a good point. is not going to help the language barrier. Yeah, like, yeah. like that's that's. But again, the pressure, time, cameras. This is a recipe for disaster already. Um, so I felt for Katie, but at the same time, it's like, okay, find a different way of saying what you mean. <laughs> I kind of thought that maybe um, her designer was <laughs> telling her to get rid of the yellow. <laughs> I would I I know that's not what was happening but in my head I'm like I think the designer is trying to tell you very gently Katie you don't want the yellow you don't want the yellow anyway no but you're right you're right you're totally right (laughs) I don't know I mean I was just like okay (laughs) um (sighs) yeah any anything any other interactions No. no no yeah okay so um oh gosh I wrote in my notes that I love Zayden's shirt in his mm. um, in the talking head. Oh, I, that red stripe uh, thing. Yes, it's really nice. I really like that shirt. It was like a shock of red. It was it was great. Anyway, um, uh, let's see here. I think uh, I don't, yeah, kind of. I, I think I that's the end of the first day, right? Yeah, let's see. I'm, yeah, I'm trying to go through. I'm trying to see 
if there's anything else. Oh, yeah. So we have like, um, uh, I guess we can talk about Sabrina wanting to push herself. And um, yeah. and it's because so Sabrina has been safe, I think, mercifully so the past couple of weeks. And we get a little bit more about her backstory. But um, I do remember um, Lewis Miller coming over and being like, oh, you're doing a deconstructed poppy. And I'm just like, oh, yeah, you know, Afghanistan. And so um, and so she so she is doing something that's along the lines of um, something about that's very women focused. And we do, get more of her story of coming from Afghanistan, settling in Pakistan, um, but also a, a, a little bit more about a lot of the women in her life that she lost. So we we learned that her mother died in the midst of um, leaving Afghanistan and settling back in Pakistan, and that she had to be adopted by her uncle and aunt when she was eight, and um, and just sort of growing up with a lot of fear for how um, you know being in a different country, but also a fear of of um, of how women are treated. Um, and, and we have Chantal who, you know, um, I'll just say on the outset, I was very skeptical of this. Um, Chantal wants to do a suit, three pieces, um, and sort of, sort of in along the lines of something that is fairly cliche, um, wanting to show femininity with strength by, by making a suit. When she Chantal thinks women in suits means a lot, um, but but I think Chantal also wants to talk about and and is thinking about a lot of other things along mm. the lines of women um, being a mother and also um, you know earlier in the episode we get um, the letters from Chastity's um, children um, and Chantal points out that you know it's hard for me to be here away from my. Uh, my mm. son and she points out you know Katie has four kids Chastity has two kids and they're they're mm. most likely feeling the same thing and I kind of I like this moment here because also this cast is giving me all the feels like I feel like they're yeah. just so wonderful um, and I think it's rare to see one of the designers kind of point out um, uh, you know not just that they're personally struggling with this but also that how hard it is for other um, particularly mothers in the same situation to be there, that it's like, it takes a lot of strength and sacrifice to be here. To yeah. Be yeah. So I, you know, I would have loved to hear more from Chantal about like, what does wearing a suit instead of other garments mean for women in Nicaragua? Mm -hmm. uh, and obviously I think that is also a certain class, but I also think that um, people, oh, I'm not going to go into like, different parts of labor but you know what I do think that there's a point that this show rarely if ever makes which is like it is still a big deal like for a woman to wear a suit mm -hmm. or any female presenting person to wear a suit and I'm not sure if you know that um, I don't know the date right now and I'm not going to google it now um, but in France right so remember France this is like Coco Chanel YSL like the land that produced these like fashion legends mm -hmm. right the, the the nation that presents itself as like uh as the mecca of elegance in terms of western fashion right um it was illegal for women to wear pants hmm. it has been illegal like no it's not enforced 
but that law was not repealed until 2014 or maybe 15. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. That that's like after Ernest, that's after you and I met. It doesn't seem that I know. You know, like that's like wow. really really not that long ago, wow. right? So I mean, look, it was not enforced, but the idea that this was still written into law. Yeah. Uh, remind is a very powerful reminder to me that the West is not as advanced as we think it is when it comes to, you know, non-male people. Oh, yeah. So, um, yeah, and I know that you know, but I feel like to have that as law. So I would have loved to hear more from Chantal about, like, what, just about what that means mm -hmm. in Nicaragua specifically, which has such a particular relationship to the U.S., you know, which has such a particular relationship to other, um, to, to like all different kinds of economies oh, totally. in South America. Yeah. You know, in, in different, like, yeah. So anyway. No, that's a, that's totally, a, yeah. And, and yeah. And I have to say that, you know, yeah, it's, I can remember conversations growing up because I grew up in the church. Um, and I remember, <laughs> I remember um, seeing, and, and, and that's a whole other thing, even thinking about the religious um, context of that and how there are quite a few communities even in the United States where um, women are not allowed you know it's not quote-unquote illegal in that sense but it definitely isn't something that's cultural or even acceptable for um, for women to wear pants um, mm. and even now mm. like it, it it's a it's it's not a general generational thing it really is something that's very present mm. um, it's mm. always something that I that I never really understood or thought was um uh made any sense but you're totally right yeah i would have i that would that's very interesting yeah hmm interesting okay um i'll just leave that out there <laughs> um okay so so that's kind of the end of the day and they get to go home for real they're not going to some haunted house or going to, yeah, like they don't have to sleep on a cot <laughs> in their clothes. Anyway, so, um, but day two opens up again, too early, 6.39 a.m. It's <laughs> like the Chiron reads. Um, but again, I love this house. Praje is calling out eight counts for Chantal to dance to. <laughs> <laughs> I, I love that. <laughs> I love it. And um, again, Darren is still talking about SpongeBob um, because they have <laughs> <laughs> they have them sitting on the couch and they're all kind of gathered around, maybe like waiting for the van to take them to the workroom. Um, but but they're asking each other about, oh, how are you feeling about your stuff? And and also they're anticipating seeing their prints. So they've designed their prints. But this is the day they get to go actually see them. So Darren's trying to explain, um, you know, the SpongeBob inspiration. And then Chantal's like, you know what? I'm only 10 years older than Darren, but I'm feeling the difference. It is, there is a difference. I'm like, yes, yeah, mm. it is. there, there, there is a, there's, I would say there's more of a difference between Darren and Chantal in terms of life experiences. <laughs> Cause I feel like yeah. even me at 27, there would have been a difference <laughs> between me and Darren at, at the same age. But, um, but I love that Katie is rolling her eyeballs so far out of her head listening to Darren talk about Spongebob because I feel like off camera Darren has been keeping Katie up all night talking about his fears of being single and Spongebob Aww. and whether or not Aww. he's going home tomorrow and Katie's like oh my god Darren's talking about this again we were up until like midnight 
Oh my gosh. I think, I think Katie would have been like, I used to like SpongeBob and then I had four kids and all they want is SpongeBob and I lived the SpongeBob lifestyle and I'm sick of it. <laughs> oh my God. So funny. Um, okay. So let's head to the workroom and they get to see their designs on fabric and uh, Bones is worried that, you know, um, you know, I'm just worried, is worried whether or not it's going to be couture or trash. Yeah. <laughs> um, but for the most part, they're very, very happy. Some are less enthused, like Prajay, um, who feels like um, it's not Prajay enough. Like, you know, he's been like, hmm. oh, I need to put a little bit more of myself into this print. Um, one of the things I want to bring up that, um, one of our listeners, shout out to Jennifer, uh, sent us, um, a question through Gmail and, and this is something that I also clocked. So we see as they're pulling out their, their fabrics that they're different, not just print wise, but at term, in terms of weight and opacity. So, um, for instance, we see, uh, Katie, who's a little worried that the background on on her print is a little bit more purple than she wanted and I I agree like it's got some pastels in there that she probably didn't um, expect Aaron's got this like kind of uh I call it like yellow it's I I think he loves yellow but for me this is sort of the yellow that it's neither pastel nor is it saturated or you know or like a like a sunshine tone it's sort of this really strange, like watery it's very, yellow. It's, a, it's an acid yellow. Acid yellow. Yes. Yeah. So it is has that a little like bit neon? of green. No, it's not neon. It just has a little bit more green than warmth. Yeah. Yeah. I totally agree. Totally agree with that. And then, um, and Anna's I noticed had some transparency to it. Um, but it, it sounds like they got to choose even the kind of fabric they got, so I heard terms like I think Christina we find out has a poly satin, a, a polyester mm. satin um, fabric, and um, Christina ends up with this sort of like romantic looking rose colored rose motif, um, and Octavio has a poly charmeuse, so mm. very flowy and wants something that was very um, that could be draped. As opposed to Bones, who got, um, I had to write this down because I've never heard this before. It's a thick digiprint backlight fabric. And I didn't get a chance to look that up, but I don't know if you've ever heard of that. It's a backlight fabric or backlit fabric. I mean, that just means it has some kind of coating on it. Okay. Some kind of polymer coating. Okay. Yeah. So it's very heavy. Um, and they all get five yards and that's it. So, cause that also seems to sort of be the overarching, um, worry for everyone if they have enough fabric to do all that they wanted. Um, so, so in this time before Christian gets into the workroom, did anything stand out about everyone's fabrics? Like was, were there any standouts or any, any ones that you were a little worried about or anything, anyone that you're particularly excited about? You know what? I have to say I was worried about all of them. Oh, no. All of them. I was like, what were you all thinking? What the heck were you all thinking? Uh, all of you. Was there anyone that you were super worried about? 
I think I was the most worried about Bones because Bones seemed the least excited about their hmm. about their place in relation to how the print arrived. Yeah. I was worried you about know? the weight. I was like, oh, no, did Bones like mean to get something that was this heavy? Because I remember, um, uh, yeah, I think this is where the five yards came out because Bones was like, oh, my God, I've got to even use the edges. The edges that you would normally cut off It's like I got to have to use I have to use this. Um, yeah, I was really worried for Aaron because Aaron yeah, has yeah. that that yellow that we've talked about before, but also has this border print that's a cluster of flowers in the corners. And I was like, oh, why? I, was, I know. Like, so not flexible. No, not at all. So. Um, so, yeah. Um what did you think about Chantal's? Because Chantal un, un, is unrolling um, her project and she goes, elegante, 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 elegante. <laughs> you know what? I wasn't all that excited about it. It reminds me of like, like the picnic tablecloths I had like as a kid, you mm-hmm. know, with like my family and stuff. That's not a bad thing. It's just that checkerboard thing. That's what I that's what I think about. That's like my universal reaction to anything checkerboard, not necessarily what Chantal made. Yeah. Um, but I was sort of like, okay. Yeah, like was... how how is this gonna stand out? Yeah. You know? Um yeah, because I first of all, like so Chantal is worried because of the color choices. So the color palette for that print is um, like a royal blue and a very light violet or lilac is, I think is what she yeah. called it. And I thought that was fine. You know, you don't have to have something that's warmth, warm and, and bright like everyone else in the room. Yeah. And I thought that was actually yeah. nice to have something that was opposed to that. But it, I, it that kind of print, it gives you, you like picnic table. And to me, it gives medieval times <laughs> or court oh, gesture. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I see. Like I a see. different kind of clown. Um, so yeah. Hmm. Um, I also thought so for instance, Project is like, you know, once once the once um the color to be more bold on their print, but my television screen was having a having trouble rendering the saturation. And I have an oldish TV, but I thought I'm like, guys, this, these colors look really bold to me. I think they look great in terms of the color. Um, so I thought it was really interesting. Um, all right. So we have six hours until the end of the day. And then Christian walks in and Christian comes in what doing what I call peak Siriano and the mood shifts <laughs> so noticeably because I feel like the designers are one big, happy, open marriage and, Everything is coming up metaphorical roses. They're all getting along. And then Christian comes in and then the fake smiles turn on. Did you notice this? They're all nervous. I don't know why. I I mean, maybe, I mean, Christian just seems like very like direct. I don't know why people are so intimidated. But then again, it's on, it's television. It's a show. Yeah, it's a competition. Yeah. Of course, it's intimidating. But I mean, why is... I feel like Tim could be more intimidating in a way. I know. I would hide from Tim. Um, but I think Christian, I don't know, because Christian comes in and is like, 
Is everything perfect? Is it all amazing? Are we all excited? Ugh, are you doing black again? Ugh, you know, like this is a fun challenge, guys. Pep it up. And, you know, everyone's just like, yeah, yeah, they're kind of cringing and averting their eyes. Um, But yeah. Um, Okay, so let's get into these Christian talks. And we have Sabrina first. And Sabrina is doing a jumpsuit. Sabrina is tired of being safe. And she wants to do a fresh take on a jumpsuit and a burqa. And so she says burqa, and Christian just loses his mind. He's like, oh, my God, I love it. Oh, this is great. Oh, yes. It can be, like, really special and very powerful. Um, Well, we don't get that perspective from people who, like, actually grew up in one. So I think, like, I was equally like, oh, cool. Like, what? Like, not cool, but, like, like, great. We We get to understand that more. Yes. Through somebody who has actually worn one or knows what that symbolizes or knows like so much more than what we in the West think about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Cause I, and I feel like we have some really uh, the, the, the inklings of um, un- uncomfortable, uncomfortableness from Christian because um, Sabrina spoke with her, with her um, designer and was very explicit about the designs and and, wh- and where certain shapes were going. So the flowers are shaped to cup the the um, the bust area to cup the breasts and also to cup the 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 area where um, like around the crotch and to really emphasize the crotch area. Um, and then Christian's just like, okay, we just have to keep it tasteful. All right, make sure that it's tasteful and uh yes tasteful i'm just like all right okay listen um i think that's an, a euphemism for don't do that <laughs> but i was really excited about it because i i just thought i mean you know it's again it's a, it, it is it is cliche to think about specifically vulvas when we think of flowers but um i thought it was a working out to be a beautiful print um very busy but I'm I'm I was okay with that um yeah but okay so we move on from Sabrina and we go to Darren next um I didn't write much down about this interaction did you what what did you think about this talk with Christian I thought Christian gave good advice okay um what sorry I'm like still I have I'm watching along on Roku and now I'm like of course I didn't add I'm like oh I'm not there yet <laughs> <laughs> yeah like, I mean because I'll kind of t- uh, like open it into it because it's it's sort of um okay again Darren is really trying not to <laughs> trying not to be in the bottom and wants yeah. to do something that's quote-unquote clean and simple and um and, and I, I not like straightforward but but Darren is holding a circle skirt and Christian I think points out like, Hey, you can do something more interesting with that skirt. Um, Mm. and, uh, and also there's just so much that's going up on top, but, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm not, I didn't really write down all that many notes about this interaction. Yeah. It was funny. I mean, it was really like, um, fun and funny and also kind of insightful to hear, 
there and say, oh, I am a tipsy girl. Like, that's me. That's, oh, that's right. <laughs> I'm in line with what I'm making here. But I thought, like, the top was really exquisite. Like, yeah. the top was looking really good and, like, not something that would be out of place in, like, a, like a I don't know, Betsy Johnson in, like, 1999, you know, with more pink, not yeah. so much orange. But it's, still, it was, like, I thought the top was looking really good. Yeah, I thought so, too. And it's kind of, it was giving me, you know, it could easily go Katie vibes because there is um, a lot happening around the uh, the sh- the shoulder area you know so it's um there's like some ruffles and also tulle that are coming off of the shoulders that are, that are creating some type of structure um darren is the one who likes tulle right Have, is, is it darren yeah uses, okay, yeah. yeah there's like a so. lot of tulle going on in here and a lot of tulle happening in the skirt but apparently that's going to go um it's just really interesting the types of fabric that um uh that darren's drawn to it's, it includes tulle yeah. All right. <laughs> okay, ready for coral? Yes. All right. We go to coral next, and we learn that the fringy things that have been happening in um, most of the designs, I think, are what um, is macrame. And co- we learned that cor- coral learned how to macrame during the pandemic because it helped relieve anxiety and worry. Um, and so Christian comes up to the outfit and's like, ooh, there's like this harnessy thing going on. And Coral's like, macrame. I'm macrameing all over the dress. And then um, <laughs> she tries to show Christian something cool happening inside the garment. And Christian's like, listen, oh my God, you're killing me. I don't care. You're showing me what's inside that's cool. Show it to me on the outside. I'm not going to see the inside. Put the cool thing on the outside, Coral. And I, I kind of got the feeling that Coral must be someone who's really into details on, of structure and probably yeah. takes great pride in how something fits or how it's like um, put together. And Christian's like, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care what the inside looks like. Just make sure it looks great on the outside. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Do you have any thoughts on this, this interaction? I thought it was looking kind of cool. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Me too. I realize I didn't really pay that much attention to the print, though. Now that I'm thinking about it, there wasn't. I mean, there was a lot of like cool things made with macrame, but not so much focus on the print. Yeah, I realize that, huh? Um, it was like very. I remember it being like a, a black background with pink florals on it. Yeah, yeah. Very straightforward. Um, I don't. It was very '90s, and I'm not sure there used to be this floral arranger. Um. In like the early, late 90s, mid, like throughout the 90s, maybe like 80s and 90s and then early 2000s, that person just disappeared. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, oh my gosh, I hope I'm not being insensitive. I hope that person didn't die of AIDS. <laughs> like, oh, I'm not whoops. sure if that, if that was like the case. Yeah. Uh, I really don't. Um, that's coming up in my mind. I'm not sure if I'm like confusing that. But that person like just stopped working for some oh, reason. Interesting. Or the company went bust. Um, but that person's name was Robert Isabel. Mm-hmm. And they used to do flowers for runways, flowers for like all the big stores. Um, kind of like what we see at the Met now. Mm-hmm. Like they used to do that everywhere. So this print reminded me of some Robert Isabel ads. Uh-oh. Um, which is not a bad, it's look, not it's bad. Not a bad thing. Yeah. It's not a bad thing. Those were very... All the words they like to use, elegant, sophisticated, modern, streamlined. I mean, there was all those things. But um, 
it's just not like the thing you haven't seen before. Right. Yeah. You know, and that's okay. Hmm. I'm yeah. And I'm kind of, huh. That's interesting. Yeah. What, what, what? Well, just cause the, the print was so forgettable, um, underneath the macrame. And so it's almost like, and this is a th- the fourth challenge. And I think it might be the third time we're seeing macrame from Chris, from, uh, Carl. Um, mm. So I don't know. I, I feel like, huh? All right. Never mind. I don't know why I got a little worried for Coral, but maybe I'm just, yeah, worrying too much about something that's not, um, not a problem. Um, but yeah, interesting. Okay. So next we have Christina and Christina is going for boudoir and Christina was specifically inspired by chastity and Darren constantly wearing robes around the house. (laughs) They're so stylish and fresh and um, I, I laughed out loud at this segment because while Christina is describing sort of the, this boudoir, you know, and, and like wanting to do this nighttime robe thing and, and saying how stylish and fresh Chastity and Darren are, cut to some B footage of Chastity skipping like a child around the workroom. <laughs> and, mm, I know. And to me, it kind of took whatever sexiness that Christina might have been bringing to this design or the idea out of it. And I was like, way to go, Bravo. This is interesting. Um, Cause Chastity's like actually skipping and it's like, and it's like, all right. <laughs> so um, instead of like sexy time happening inside of a room, this is Chastity being like the kids who like kind of barge in and disrupt sexy time. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good vibe. Yeah. It's a great vibe. Yeah. It's wonderful. <laughs> I love and so it. Christina is imbuing that into her design. <laughs> uh, next is Caden. Or wait, do you have anything to say about this? Or no? Okay, no. Um, next we have Caden, and I don't know. It looked like Caden was kind of done. I don't know, but they Caden's mm. got like some. Sev- I call them like very severe princess seams going on in the front. <laughs> it looks like it's done. Um, and it also seems like the, one of the heavier fabrics it almost looks like upholstery fabric that, um, mm-hmm. but it was most, it, but, but, um, I think this is on purpose because they trying to execute what, what, what they're calling a, a flower bomb. That's, a, I've never heard this before, but like a structure that's supposed to, um, it, it, it's like, like a donut filled with flowers or no, like a puffed up part. That goes over the head and around the back. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, flower bomb. Yes. Yeah. All right. Um, anything to say about that? No. All right. Um, no. Yeah, we kind of have we have Octavio next, um, who's doing, who wants to do a drawstring dress. Octavio's on your on your bracket. Mm. Any thoughts about this? You know, I thought, what what is that? <laughs> I was like, what's that? That is the most boring thing. I guess I thought Otavia was going to come up with a really wild print, like something yes. again, something I haven't seen before, something that which makes me feel bad. I'm like, nobody's obliged to like sh- like show me anything I haven't seen before, right? But that's sort of where my mind is at. I'm like, ooh ooh ooh, and I was like, it's this like black and white thing that 
seems like very sellable. So actually maybe Octavio is being uh, really smart and just trying to keep it like long, long-term game mindset, mm. you know, making things accessible and keeping them accessible. Hmm. So maybe that's good. Maybe. Okay. I'll, I'll go, I'll go with that. Cause I, I, I totally agree with you on being a little surprised at how like straightforward the print was. Yeah. But um, yeah. And so then we, we have bones and bones is just trying out some stuff, not really settled on, uh, settled on anything yet, but what um, Christian does see is a crop top with a fit and flare. Yeah. And um, Christian's like, no, you can't do that. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Work it out, but you can't just do this. And I agree. <laughs> I totally, I totally agree. agree. Um, and then we have Chastity. And Chastity, for all of for this entire interaction with Christian, we only hear Chastity making guttural no- noises. Because mm. chat because Christian is like, Chastity! And Chastity's just like, mm-mm, mm-mm. <laughs> And Christian comes over and it's just like, you have to listen. You have to show some type of floral here. And she's like, ugh. I just wrote onomatopoeias for Chastity. But, um, because Chastity doesn't look like she's too interested in floral, which I'm surprised by. And I don't know yeah. why, but Chastity is sort of like this is is a bridal designer, um, and I would think is okay with floral prints, or even maybe working with something that's a little bit more sweet. But um, Chastity is starting to give me Leana vibes. Do you remember Leana? Wait, Leana? No, from the team season. Oh, Leana that's Aguilar. Like... Oh my gosh, I do not remember that season at all. I, I know that I watched it in ago. real time. Yeah. And that's when I was actually still working in fashion. I remember it was like, so that was like between 2000, that season was between 2004 and 2009, right? I think it might have been, because I know it's season 11 and okay. it's um, it, it's kind of like, yeah, it's it's the it's the notorious all team season yeah and um, I remember that person yeah and so so chastity is doing this strip motif where you know she's cutting up the fabric to the point where it's inconceivable like what it is <laughs> and i feel like i feel like that's the point where she's trying to um to not make it floral but also we we know that she's trying to do this like quote unquote hard versus soft type deal and it's kind oh, of looking yeah. like a dress that Liana um, made during her season, but also thinking back to Liana and um, what her aesthetic was, I was just like, hmm, I feel like, I feel like Chassis is kind of, you know, Liana or in this, in along the lines of, um, of what Liana was making, but that just came to mind anyway. Okay. um, Aaron is next. (laughs) And, I love this interaction because finally we get to see a little bit more of this print. And I, I, I agreed with Christian. Um, of course I don't like when things are referred to as being old as if that's bad, but when Christian said, Oh, this is looking like old St. John's that my mom pulled out of the, out of the bin. And I was like, Oh, I, yeah, I agree. I agree. Yeah, man. 
and I equate St. John's with church lady dresses. Um, but oh, St. John's is like the fancy old lady dress. And I mean, like actually like more uh, the older women in church. Um, I went to a church where um, if you, if you showed up in a St. John's suit, you were super fancy and everyone knew that you spent a lot of money on this outfit and you're the shit. Yeah. And so yeah. I always was so confused by them. Cause I'm like, these St. John outfits look very dowdy and boring to me, but I, but the cachet to a St. John suit was that it cost a lot of money. <laughs> and so, yeah. um, I love that Christian calls it out here because I, I agree and then Aaron is like okay so oh, all right so how about I put on look at these all these plastic fake flowers that I have what if I have them all around here on this collar and around the shoulders here and then Christian goes so you're adding brooches and I, I was like oh my god <laughs> why I mean a St. John suit's covered in brooches like yes that lady walked into the church and she was actually the shit. She's like, look at my old, look at my St. John's outfit. That's super dowdy and cost me a lot of money. And then look at my special Sunday brooches that I have on that also kind of like add to, it's like, what do you call it? Um, uh, gosh, that's stuff that you would wear at TGIF. It's, it's your flair. It's your church flair. Anyway, I, oh. <laughs> I loved it so much. But what, what did you, any thoughts on this? No, I, I thought, yep, that, see, I associate St. John with, like, the person at the top of the corporate chain at the yes. office. Yeah. You know, I, I don't have the church association. Uh, totally believe you. Totally believe you. But those those suits were extremely expensive so and extremely expensive. understated. Yes. So it's yes. all about the understated. Yes. And... You know, American family business where the, the daughter is like the face of the business for like 20 years, which was genius in mm. terms of marketing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, way before people were brands, you know, yes. Marie St. John was a recognizable brand, you know? So I thought Christian was like really spot on with that. Totally. Totally. And I couldn't believe that Aaron was like, let me add these fake flowers. I know. Like, Aaron, no, what are you doing? You did so Disconnect. well in a streetwear challenge. I don't get it. Um, yeah. So, all right. So next we have Katie. And Katie almost wants to hide underneath the work table. Um, yeah. So, so stressed out, uh, uh, stressed out about Christian. Christian calls the outfit that Katie has made. Doris Day goes to the mall. Okay. Um, and is, is real. Is, and it's also kind of calling out um, what I've been referring to as, you know, chic clown or creepy clown mm. um, calls out her, 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 her clown costume uh, motif and also the shapes and, and kind of explains to Katie what, what, what he means by costume um, because she's using these scallop shapes all over the place and they're and layering them in a way that is, again, it's, it's, it's giving us <laughs> clown, <laughs> but not good clown. And so, um, I, I, you know, I kind of thought that, um, Christian did a good job of sort of explaining what he, he meant by shifting it away from this costume to editorial and high fashion. Um, yeah. 
And yeah, because I, I kind of think she did such a great job on the last challenge, but also I'm worried about that the same way I'm worried about phones is that they were, they got, they got high praise for doing something um, that was very outside of their regular practice. And um, she's going right back to these stenciled childlike shapes, in my opinion. Yeah. And then can't get out of that whole, this is what they like from me. So this is what I should do, do more of mm-hmm. yeah. like thought process. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Um, <sighs> what about Chantal? Chantal is next. Chantal is next. I was still very unconvinced by this. I thought, yeah, there's, just because there's flowers in there, I just didn't see how it was fitting, like, mm. the brief. Yeah, same. same you know, same, same. It, wasn't, it wasn't like, oh, go make a print based on flowers. It was make a runway showstopper. Mm-hmm. So I was sort of seeing, like, I wasn't seeing, like, I was like, where's the showstopper? Yeah, same. Um, same. You know, um, that's where I was at with that. Uh, and next we have Prajay, who is still struggling with this print that um, Christian even um, calls it a little couchy. And when he, yeah. when Christian says couchy, Prajay does this head thing where I'm sure in his head, um, Prajay was doing things to Christian. <laughs> like it just was like, excuse me? Like, hmm. But I, I was like, but Prajay, you agree. I think you agree. It's, it is, it might sting coming from another person, but you don't like this print either. And I think, you know, but I actually, I actually kind of liked it. I didn't mind it at all. I thought the colors were great and very bright. I don't know. I thought it was, I don't know. They both didn't like, they both don't like it. So Prajay is trying to think of what else to do to it. But what were you going to say I, I, before I cut you off? No, no, it's okay. I thought Prege, the thing with that comment, Couchy, mm. again, we, we've talked about this before. Like, it's just not a useful thing. It's like, not everybody grows up with like a 1970s floral print couch at grandma's mm. house. Mm-hmm. You know, like when I think about my grandma's couch, solid green, mm. you know, like, so to say Couchy, like it really references like specific eras yeah. and like trends that are not going to be the same geographically even within the u.s you know Mm -hmm. let alone outside of it so i thought the whole couch remark it was an unfinished remark like christian needed to add to that for that to make sense because it also could read like rich people's couch Mm -hmm. it could also read especially in those like royal colors of very rich vermilions and like blues and like all these things that I associate with like art history depictions of wealth, mm-hmm. but then in this like, excuse me, I'm going to be mean. I'm going to say tacky floral pattern. Um, so I think like none of this is useful to Prege, mm-hmm. but I think Prege heard that. I think Prege heard exactly what needed to be heard from that statement. Yes, I agree. Totally agree. Um. So Prajay made it useful, even though it wasn't. And I think that's like really important. Yeah. Yeah. Um, They're learning the language of Christian and learning how to interpret it. Uh, Because, and I'll I'll say, so so Prajay is our last designer that Christian speaks with. And then the model comes in and 
I would say the most help, the most helpful thing Christian Siriano has said award goes to the following quote. You got to do something that makes you look like you're doing something. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. So uh, this is in reference to one of the designers, but I don't remember which one it is. But as, it, as the models are coming in, Christian says this to one of the designers. Um, and I thought, you know what? Um, this is very vague. This is like the vaguest thing that Christian has ever said. <laughs> so. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anything about this model fitting time? Um, no. Looking at my notes, nothing, nothing from there. Oh, you know what I did write down that I, I missed the moment to say it, but I'll say it now at one point, And I think it's with, um, Katie mm. that Christian said, okay, push. Do you remember that? Push? Yeah. Hmm. Like, instead of saying make it work, Christian said, okay, just push, hmm. go, push. And I thought, ooh, is that going to be like the, the Christian tagline? Ooh. Um, but I thought it was like, good. It, it, I mean, I, it was implied, the way I understood it, it was implied to mean like pushed through it. Hmm. Um, so I liked hearing that. Mm-hmm. That's about it. <laughs> Yeah. I wrote, I want Christian to leave Sabrina alone for emphasizing the vulva. <laughs> Cause I feel like Christian was following Sabrina um, and the model around just staring. Um, hmm. I actually thought I, okay. I, 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 I was like, this is, this is why I chose Sabrina for my bracket. Um, I thought the print was wild and, and I thought it was really fun and um, it actually fit the model in, in directly in the places that I, um, Sabrina had envisioned with the designer or with the graphic designer. And um, what I was just sort of weary about was again, Christian's um, seemingly like Christian's like, I'll say overtly discomfort with crotch um, and over discomfort with specifically um, like the vulva area. So the whole like vagina thing going on. Mm-hmm. And um, let's see here. Oh, that that's all I wrote. Yeah. I just, I just wanted him to stop falling around Sabrina. I'm like, leave Sabrina alone. <laughs> Let Sabrina work. So yeah. Um, um, <laughs> and then I think that's it. Yeah. But I also wrote down that the worst thing that Christian Siriano has ever said award goes uh, to oh. Hey everybody, time for a twist. Oh gosh. Just kidding. Say goodbye to your models. And I was like, Oh my gosh. Oh my god. <laughs> Christian. Christian. So um, Chastity got upset as well with me and said that, you know, the, uh, if there is a twist that she's going to run up to Christian, Christian Siriano, stomp on his toe and run away. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I know. That was really funny. I love that. I love it. Yeah, I also imagine what I would do. I think I would have just shoved Christian on, you know, like into the river out back. Whatever river they're I on, I would have just shoved him over the deck. <laughs> Um, okay, so we come to the end of the day and the designers get to go home and looks like they're having some drinks and they're they're hanging out 
Darren is back in his robe. And we have some people who are kind of fretting. So Christina is fretting. And um, Katie, I think, is starting to feel bad again. Sort of like the last, after the last challenge, feeling the same way. Um, and yeah, so there's there's just like some back and forth. Some people are just feeling like really unsettled back at the house. Um, and then we wake up the next morning and I wrote, uh Oh, Chantal is calling home. Oh no. But then it's, it's, it's her son's birthday. <laughs> I was really yeah. worried. I was like, Oh no. Um, but again, it's just this ugh, wonderful thing happening where I didn't want to write in. I, I, I got really superstitious where I didn't want to write in my notes, just how much I love this group of designers together. Mm. Um, yeah, because we see Chantal um, singing with um, with her partner and and their son together. Just like it's 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 uh, her son's second birthday, and um, she asked for like an update on something. We learned that her son's got a speech delay, um, and so there's you know they're like working certain things out um, uh, in terms of um, his development, but also like milestones that she's missing. And so she brings yeah. a phone around to the um, to the other designers who are all like getting ready and having breakfast, and they all like say hi and wave and stuff. I like loved that. that. Oh. I loved seeing that. I you know. That. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I just wrote in my notes, no conflict, please. I just, uh, yeah, I don't know. I love it. I just, it's just so great. I love this group of designers. Yeah. Um. Okay. So. All right. We head to the Dugal warehouse <laughs> mm-hmm. and the designers um, seem to have a lot of work to do before the runway and Christian comes into the workroom and it just seems like everyone scatters. They're all on the defense as soon as he walks in. But um, uh, yeah, I, I will point out that. Um, so last week, Nalen pointed out that we don't have any, um, people of note in hair and makeup, but this time we actually got some Chirons in hair and makeup. Did you see that? Okay, I did. I, mean, I don't know who the, any of them are, but I usually don't. Yeah, me neither. I didn't. I didn't write it down. I just noted that. I was like, oh, names. <laughs> yeah, write yeah. Down any names. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, yeah so but it matters. It matters more that like the names are there. Yes. Oh my gosh. What the heck? Okay, I'm so sorry. Like the. When my ads come on, I'm not always quick to, like, mute. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no, I didn't hear anything. <laughs> on, on the Roku? Oh, okay, that's good. Okay, yeah. But great, it, great. I'm just happier to see the names. It matters more that the names are on the Chiron for the TV show than if we remember. Like, mm. there's going to be more mileage out of them being on the show. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> right? Exactly. So don't feel bad. Don't feel bad for not remembering. <laughs> yeah. Um, but anything in this time before we go to the actual runway? No, I'm I'm ready for the runway. Yay! Okay, so um, let's get to it, listeners. Check your show notes for the link to the cheat sheet, and you can follow along with us. Um, so let's get to this actual runway. The designers come out. You know, they take their seats, and of course, they're all dressed to the nines. But they're also kind of freaking out because of our very special guest judge. Um, mm-hmm. who gets introduced by Brandon, who is the head 
host for the first part of the runway since we, again we don't have Carly Kloss so all of our judges are sharing the duties and Brenda gets to um, introduce the judge because um, Gigi and Brennan are actually friends um, and so, oh, so that's who it is so Gigi Hadid is our very special judge and I have to say Patricia again I'm so glad that you are hosting with me because <laughs> okay, because we have talked, uh, you know, sort of um, off podcasts around uh, about Yolanda, who is Gigi yes. Hadid's um, mother. Mom. But you know Yolanda because of fashion, and I yes. know Yolanda because of Row Housewives of Beverly Hills. <laughs> right. That's also I don't know how we anything. talk about Erica Jane. Like you know, Erica Jane. Of, in real in the real world, and I know Erica Jane because of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Well, I don't yeah. I don't know Erica Jane personally. I just right, know right, the music right. from dancing at yeah. clubs. <laughs> I love how we we know the same things, but from different very different very points, of view. points of view. Um, yes, and also, um, uh, Gigi is wearing flowers that are tacked onto a white suit. So a lot of sunflowers. Um, and uh, I think, oh shoot, I, for, I forget if Elaine, I'm pretty sure Elaine is also um, dressed to, um, to theme. Um, but, but, you know, as, as, as is always, Brandon is not. So Brandon is wearing, you know, what Brandon is wearing and, <laughs> you know, Nalen's not going to be happy about that. <laughs> <laughs> None of us are happy about that. Make an effort, Brandon. I know. You could have worn such a really nice floral blazer, Brandon. I mean, you know? could have worn a floral t-shirt. That's I know. effortless. It's so easy to do I mean, that. There's nothing more effortless than like a bright color turtleneck. Yes. Right? <laughs> All right, so let's move on to the actual runway. And and uh, again, to reiterate, we have our normies. So of course we have Brennan, Nina Garcia is there, and so is Elaine Walter Roth. So all right, our first designer is Chantal. Chantal opens the runway, and yeah. um, I have to say that Chantal's model makes this look so fun. I really love the way this walked. Um, but again, the fabric reminds mm-hmm. me of wallpaper on the walls of medieval times, the medieval times restaurant with <laughs> this mm-hmm. on, their, on their wall. But um, what were your thoughts on this? What did you what did you think about the actual piece? Just to validate that, it does look like a Bavarian beer <laughs> label or a Bavarian yes. like crest from the upper platinate. So absolutely. Yes. Having been there, like, there you go. I love that. Yes. <laughs> Um, yeah, but what, what, what are your thoughts on this? I, you know what my biggest, so I, I thought it was superbly made. Like I thought it was like well thought out. I thought it was well made, but I also thought no punch on the runway. Number one, Mm -hmm. number two, I thought something about the construction isn't gelling for me, not in terms of skill but in terms of arrangement. So for example, there's this like tulip sleeve, mm-hmm. but the the pattern does not seem springy. It does not seem hmm. tulip-ish. It's like a very like, um, like that's not a pattern that I would wear for spring. I mean, maybe you could wear that year round. You either wear that year round or you wear that in the fall. Yeah, I also was thinking, this is so interesting. I really, that's a really interesting 
um, association between the sleeve and spring um, because like the pattern doesn't feel spring as you said before, but maybe this is something that you could wear in like a warmer climate. So kind of thinking about like, so this is inspired by her, you know, her grandmother's garden and, you know, that, um, and, and growing, growing up in Nicaragua and sort of thinking like, maybe you could just wear this in like warmer, a warmer spring climate or something. Wait, is that right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, no, you totally can wear this in, in a warmer climate. Yeah. 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 Okay, um, yeah. but I, I was just thinking like just the suit part, mm-hmm. I was like, okay. I mean, you could even wear like the three piece. I'm sorry. Like the, the, the vest you could wear. I mean, obviously you'd have to get it a different size, but you could wear that over a shirt Yeah, and it would still look great. Yeah. Yeah. You know, with a shirt, a shirt where it would look great tucked at the waist, but then voluminous, everywhere else a little bit um like that could also look good um but I just thought like it it doesn't seem fit for the challenge mm-hmm. yeah it's hard to see the floral from the it's runway hard it's hard to see the floral on on the cheat sheet yeah um, yeah yeah I totally agree totally and then and then we have Aaron uh-huh <laughs> With a nice pair of pants and a bandeau and some kind of odd shaped jacket with short sleeves, but like lapels to the knees or something. Um, I don't know. I don't think lapel is the right word. I think panel is the the word I'm looking for. Yeah, because it does it does have um, like a a short collar. The collar is 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 pretty. um, It's around the neck. Um, It's very infantilizing. And is it the sleeves, the puffy sleeves for you? It's a, it's not even, it's just the whole cut of the, around the neckline. Hmm, interesting. It's like little kid, you know, it's like 1970s little kid grown up. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. I kind of think Aaron maybe like shot himself in the foot with this border print feeling like, yeah. and that's the only place where the flowers were. So you had to use that. And the color is so, so difficult um a lot of these designers did not use any of this quote-unquote supplemental fabric which i thought was really interesting yeah but i think that also comes along with them being able to choose what kind of fabric they wanted the print to be on um so i feel like you know aaron's probably really comfortable with um with this kind of print and um i think it looks like the jacket is is lined Um, it's got a lot more structure but again, like I think thinking about the sleeves or thinking about the function yeah. of this, um, for some reason, is this terrible to say? Like I thought, the, like I would love to see Elaine wear this. Oh, that's for not terrible For some reason, to say. I'm just like, I feel like, yeah, because I'm like, I don't particularly like this, but I think Elaine would look amazing in this outfit. Well, Elaine can style. I mean, that's the thing. You put some people in clothes and the clothes look great. Some people can style anything. Some people can style a paper napkin to be glamorous, Mm. you know? Mm -hmm. So, and I think Elaine is definitely one of those people, but that wasn't the challenge. It doesn't like make something weird that people can style into (laughs) genius. Like, yeah. uh... Yeah. Well, I'm interested in what you think of the next one. So, so Anna is next. Um, yes. And, I, and I'm actually very interested in what you think of Anna. Really? 
Yes. Okay. I am. Well, yes. okay. First of all, okay. Oh my God. I love how Anna is always shocked and awed by her own designs. Every time one of Anna's pieces comes on to the runway, it's like, oh my God. Oh my God. Wow. Like, look what I made. <laughs> And I don't know if it's the design or if it's how Mimi is walking it. Because I feel like Anna is hogging Mimi. I think Mimi is mm. one of the very few models who could walk this outfit. Um, I, I, So outfits like this make me uncomfortable because the arms are restricted and um, yeah. in where they can go. So the so Mimi is sort of like, you know, in, on the cheat sheet, it's at the very beginning where she's just holding the... the um, holding out the shoulder so it's kind of stacked in this tube up top and so it's a very geometric design it's mostly about the geometry and not about the function and um and and, and the, the architecture of it and i thought there are some interesting elements going on with it being a nod to you know perhaps like a 50s 60s silhouette but um cool. i was very I don't like it when arms are restricted and I don't like it when you don't can't put really put the arms where you want them to, to put there. So there are no pockets, but also no place for the arms to rest. So Mimi like kind of walked down with um, like arms folded in front of her or arms up. And so it was like a very nice performance piece. Cause I think Mimi moves so wonderfully. And this is the second time we've seen Mimi have to like perform out the piece for Anna specifically. So the first time was, with that tulle skirt and um, there's that twirl and the, the, the outer skirt part falls to the ground. And then we have this here, but I thought there was really not much to it. And I I didn't think the structure up top was well made enough to kind of stand on its own. Um, Mm. So what did you think? (sighs) I appreciate your comments. I look at this and I'm like, if I'm wearing this to a party, and I say somebody, and, I, and somebody comes and says goodbye to me, and their earring falls, it's just going to fall into my dress, not off of me. This is like a catch-all top. I don't like that. <laughs> catch-all. <laughs> this is like an inverted umbrella to wear around. Um, you know what? I, I think it's fine, but I don't, again, I think it's the same issue as Chantal. Hmm. It's not really obvious that it comes from a flower. Yeah. And the design doesn't reference it. I mean, at least Chantal had a tulip sleeve. Yes. Or what's classically known as a tulip sleeve, an exaggerated tulip sleeve. Mm-hmm. But I felt like this, it's like, eh, all right. Hmm. But I was curious what you thought about the print. I didn't like it. Did it remind you of a cyanotype? Not really. You know what? Those are my least favorite. And I should almost say that. I'm going to say it. Um, those are, <laughs> I, 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 so I, I, you know, I, those are my least favorite types of cyanotypes that mm. reference or have flowers as the object to make the contact print. Um, mm-hmm. Because I always think about the original cyanotype book by Anna Atkins and yeah. also, you know, cyanotype has a history being used in um, in botany specifically because of Anna mm-hmm. Atkins. And so for me, I'm just like, do something else. <laughs> Use another yeah. object, something else. But um, I can see that. Like, it, it, it does have 
you know, if it were blue, you know, it'd be like a more direct reference, but it does have that oh, kind of spacey, um, abstracted mm-hmm. idea of a, of a flower print, but yeah. yeah so. I mean, you, you can tone a cyanotype to be that color. It doesn't have to be blue. Yeah. Yeah. You can. Um, but, oh, I see. So you didn't like it. Okay. No. Yeah. Those are, I, I tend, I don't tend yeah, towards I, those types of, no, you know, like no shade to people who do cyanotypes that way. I think they're done beautifully. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I just kind of yeah. think that um, you, you can do other things. But yeah. Right. Right. So. Yeah. I feel the same. I thought it was okay, but like, you know, not, um discernible yeah yeah and then we have bones speaking of okay but not discernible i thought then bones walks right the, the bones mm-hmm. um let me just check my notes to make sure i'm not yeah yes uh, and well. then bones mm-hmm. i didn't like this at all me neither i thought bones do something else oh do God. a jumpsuit do a street dancery jumpsuit with that print like you can do anything with that print anything uh use all of it i mean okay so you can't see this on the cheat sheet this because that's that that's at the beginning of the runway but there is a non-reveal reveal that happens and bones calls it something and i don't i don't remember what it was but the model unclips something from the back and and i was thinking that oh, is it going to be like another jacket or, or some type of thing? But um, it, it, it isn't anything. And I, okay. And I have a, I have a worry that it was Bones's way of making up for how easy this design looked because um, I think, I think so far Bones has used the most supplemental fabric of everyone. Hmm. I'm, I'm looking through the Chi Chi real quick. Like the whole skirt. All right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think maybe Coral, maybe Coral and Sabrina are the only other mm-hmm. ones who use a lot of supplemental fabric, but Bones made a pencil skirt and then yeah. tied a top together. And then the no reveal reveal, I feel is sort of like, you know, doing the extra nothing because, you know, you know, Bones is like trying to make up for um how kind of simple this whole design yeah because i thought make it a headscarf make it into a hat you know don't make it into what bones was like oh you know you know it's kind of like a dinner napkin you know if you're out eating you have your own napkin i'm like what (laughs) what do you do after it like what do you do after you've used this napkin do you put yeah back of your your tube top like what right how do you like launder it and get it back from the party <laughs> like how do you leave the party like with a clean piece of fabric yeah, like, yeah. If it's you've good. got food on your if, dress now right so. right i i think bones is so much better than this so much better i agree so much better than yeah. this um all right so so next we have coral i believe yes we have coral next and um again with this fringe which i now realize is part of the macrame storyline um and i i haven't gotten tired of it yet i actually like this outfit (laughs) yeah i like the silhouette um i thought it was a little weird that the front is made up of um what do you call those clips i call them like backpack clips um 
I wish I, I knew what know. these are called. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those, um, oh, God, they have a name. I, I don't remember. I'm so sorry. I don't know the names of this. But, but you know, hopefully people understand. But it's sort of like, you know, if you're wearing a backpack and it has little straps and you can clip them in front to secure your backpack a little bit more. Um, or it's like a seatbelt. <laughs> it's like, yeah. yeah, it's like she's, so the front um, that's happening, you know, so there's like the macrame that's creating um, this neckline within a neckline up top. And then um, the two strips down the front are those seatbelt clips. I, those are such yeah. strange choices to me. I mean, I don't mind it, but it just doesn't make, it's like that whole like contrast thing of like, mm-hmm. oh, floral, feminine, something utilitarian, masculine. It's just like the same huh. like narrative that we always get about fashion. Hmm. Interesting. <laughs> you know, so I feel like it's just another like reiteration of the same cliches like so many of us try to get away from and I'm not Mm. saying that to be mean I hate being mean but that's why I don't find it like super exciting um does it look good um it looks fine yeah it's a safe look and you know what I think Sabrina like it's okay to be safe if you like are safe the entire season and then you win like that's okay (laughs) (laughs) Like, it's not a bad, like, just avoid being on the bottom. So this is one of those looks that avoids being on the bottom. It's fine. Yeah, I agree. I agree. But it's not exciting. Yeah, no. Um, and it's a little odd with <laughs> the backpack strips, uh, straps. Um, but I, I actually am intrigued by that. Um, so next we have Chastity, who is trying to cover up that floral with a bunch of strips. And Chastity is very lucky that she has immunity i think so too this dress is not finished it's not well made (sighs) and those puffy sleeves what is this it was like prom on top and then you know um and i'll just say um uh scrap paper in the middle like she was just kind of testing out scrap paper not in terms of the design but i feel like she was working out something so if she had like three more days (laughs) i feel like that dress will look amazing, but um, but yeah, yeah, I'm glad she pushed herself, but it just, it just wasn't finished. No, I agree. I thought it was like bodycon with cupcake shoulders. Ooh, cupcake shoulders. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> like fashion alert, new silhouette. Fashion alert, new silhouette. Cupcakes. Cupcake shoulders. <laughs> um, and then we have Darren. Darren. Uh, Okay, the shoes on Darren have got to go. Oh, man. Uh, the Mary Janes. The shoes have got to uh, go. Yeah, the whole thing looked... It looked it's not that bad. It looked very young, though. <laughs> like, the shoes are... That's, like, that's a good thing to point out. Yeah, I thought it flowed really well. Um, and I thought it was I interesting to see what he did with the skirt to try to do something different with... It's still a circle skirt. But um, yeah. or I would say like a pleated, a softly pleated circle skirt. Um, but I thought the embellishments on the side gave it really interesting movement. Um, hmm. Yeah. What do you think? You know, um, it's again, I didn't like it. It wasn't for me, but it's not the worst thing I've seen. I thought that 
the top that I saw in the mannequin was so much more interesting than this one. Yeah, what happened to that top? What happened? You know, why these sleeves? But I understand why Darren is trying to do something in Darren's words, prim and proper. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, show that you can do something like a little more conservative, that you're not just like, you know, non-binary, you know, flannel wearing mm-hmm. concert goer which by the way is totally fine but that didn't go down so well with the judges right yeah. so i actually appreciated that darren was showing like very consciously showing range yes you know even though i don't like it it's not for me uh, by the way i do love orange like these this is like a color palette that i gravitate to especially orange and yellow with a little bit of blue mm-hmm. i go for that but in terms of the motif of the flower eh not not for me um this whole like crop top thing i don't really wear crop tops so but like i mean if i'm wearing a high-waisted pant crop top is nice but i don't really have high-waisted pants anymore all that to say i appreciated the effort and i i didn't think it was the worst thing on the runway Hmm. yeah i i i missed the tool in the top honestly um, cause I, I agree with mm-hmm. you. I thought that was a lot more interesting. Um, and, and also a lot more Darren, but I agree. Um, um, there was the idea of like going clean and I have a feeling that Darren did some editing and took out the tool and decided to yeah. make these sleeves that had an, had a, not a great shape, but did have a shape to them. Um, so yeah. Yeah. And then after Darren, we have Octavio. Octavio uh, giving us some cow neck. So uh, what What did you think about this? I, I didn't like it. <sighs> I, I thought it was kind of frumpy. I thought this was really bad, actually. Um, and again, and, and I think it's relative because of what we've seen Octavio make. Yeah. Yeah, so, again, capable of so much more and oh so God, much better. So much more. Like, um, I yeah, I I really did not like. So yeah, along the sides, it's almost like a drawstring of the sides. So it's gathered around um, the arm hole area, and then it's also that cowl neck layered up the neck, and so it's just like a lot <laughs> happening around the neck area. Um, I didn't really like how the model was styled either. And yeah. I kind of just sort of wish that Octavio had kind of inverted the colors because I felt like there's just way too much white in this print. Like, And just kind of thinking, like, if was there some other way to save this? But I just think the design was, I agree with you. It was just, it's just a lot of fabric just kind of flowing around the Yeah. Yeah. Not a lot of design, in my opinion. Um. Not even pockets. Okay. All right. Next. <laughs> Next yeah. we have Sabrina. Or do you have anything yeah. else to say about Octavio? Or do you want to? No. No. That's it. That's it. All right. So now we have, Sabrina. We have Sabrina. What do okay. you think? I was so excited when this walked down the runway. Um, and I, and I, it's, the model is amazing. Um, yes. And I thought the effect of it, so uh, on the cheat sheet it's very flowy and I, I actually do really like this picture of it but I liked it with the skirt kind of flowing to the sides um, I really enjoyed the sleeves like the the um, 
the elongated sleeves. I just kind of wished that the sleeves were lined and that there was something else sort of like my, my same gripe with Octavio where there's like a lack of design mm-hmm. in certain places. I thought mm-hmm. there was cer- certain design that was like lacking there and, and, you know, and there are other designers who really thought about that. Like Chantal thought about it. Um, um, Chantal lined, Aaron lined. Um, uh, and I think, I think Sabrina could have done a little bit more with that peekaboo area. Um, mm. I was, uh, I was not into the skirt. I thought the skirt was very awkwardly shaped and covered up the, the, the prints. I just love yeah. the print. Um, yeah. What were, what were your thoughts? You know, I thought this was like a pretty interesting coming down the runway. Yeah. And, you know, I understand that more time was needed and Sabrina needed more time. That's fine. But I thought given the challenge that Sabrina set for themselves, I thought it was like pretty cool. I don't know why there are like these little two eyes on the abs, like oh, on the yeah. print. I was like, that is so weird. Who I, wants eyes on their like abs? Oh, I know. I noticed that. And I was wondering oh. if that was, that must have been on purpose. I didn't really understand I it. Like that was on purpose. Um, I, I don't remember what that was. I didn't notice that. But I thought it was okay. I mean, it was like very busy, a lot going on. Yeah. And but I you love know that. what? I love that. The, yeah, but this is like, in a way, it's like a garment about a garment that has a lot of fabric and a lot of flow. Yes. So then go with it. Yeah, I <laughs> so, agree. You know? Yeah. And that's also why I was also kind of surprised that um, the model was the, like, like the model's head was only covered from the front um, and yeah. not completely covered. And so I thought also that in terms of time, like if maybe if we yeah. had more time, then like that front piece would have gone all the way around. Um, because it, then it kind of had this feeling of um, being very front heavy in terms of the design of it. But I, yeah. I was I was so excited when I saw this walk down the runway. <laughs> I know I haven't really read, but I would love to like read more about the cultural conversation about this because again, we, we hear from Serena about how it's a symbol of oppression and mm-hmm. it's a symbol of and for silencing women. And then in, in the West, it's a symbol of empowerment. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I think like these double meanings um, that garments can have that are very contextually based mm-hmm. um, are conversations that should be had a lot more. So I wish, of course, I just wish we had way more time to hear from Sabrina and Same. have more, more questions and, you know, just, and, and just get to know more about the imagination. Mm-hmm. I agree. You know? All right. But it was not the worst thing on the runway. No, I mean, by far, no. Um, like, next we have Katie. You know, Oh, I really wanted to like this so much more. Oh, Katie. Yeah. I really did. Like, like this is somebody who, like, loves Mary Mako, you know. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but then I mean, this happens. Yeah. I mean, I I really felt for Katie trying to do something with his skirt part. Because in my head, what I, w- okay, what I was willing into the... my television set was that Katie would let those scallop shapes go but I learned throughout the episode that she really loves these scallop shapes and for me that's what's lending to um how um how how 
uh, unchic clown this is. So, um, so yeah, so we're, so we're it's sort of like on a, on a different plane, and I and yeah, and I I, I just kind of also kind of felt awful that you know it's it's sort of like again um, not really integrating notes from the judges from the previous week um, when Brandon yeah. said like you were you did really wonderful you did really great <sighs> with kind yeah. of um, playing around with these shapes and doing something that is a little off kilter. Um, mm-hmm. and so, yeah, I, I feel like there's nothing to save this outfit. Um, if you're going to keep those scallops, the scallops just for me brought this look all the way down, but yeah, what are your thoughts? On that? I don't mind. I mean, the scalloping, I feel like, gosh, that's like, so if you looked at, um, like, like Scandinavian fashion week this past, like a couple months ago, mm-hmm. There was a lot of stuff with scalloping. Really? Ugh. And I don't mind it, but not like this. Oh, like, interesting. Not like this. Me, I'd like it. Um, and I feel like, you know, when you look at the back of the dress, there's a back zipper, which is like, oof. It's like really, really garish, the side of mm. the back zipper. You have to have one of, I don't know what the term is, but like those hidden zippers that mm-hmm. you just invisible. don't really see. An yeah but like i don't in what world katie who i think by the way i know we know on this episode or maybe it's just when i paid attention that um katie's a self-taught designer like fine i have nothing against that but in what world even the world of the self-taught does having a bunching something up (laughs) this is an automatic good decision Hmm. so i don't understand what the bunching of the skirt would achieve yeah and the the proportions are also such that like they're just infantile like you think it's clown i don't think none of this is clown it's all very infantile Mm -hmm. it's all very like i feel like a little kid and because the proportions are such that everybody looks small just Hmm. wearing it (laughs) like you know so i had a really hard time with this Um, and I really wanted to like it because I love some of the stuff that I've seen Katie make that they've shown on this show Mm -hmm. and I don't like how Katie styles patterns together but I like some of them very much yeah so I wanted to like this so much more yeah because now that you're talking about the proportions making everything look small like i think about the sleeves so like you know, yes. on the cheat sheet you can see the left sleeve on the model it's really wide um yeah it's very like alice in wonderland yeah. like lsd hmm. world and that you know that would be really great i feel like if katie just leaned into it <laughs> like this yeah thing. but then you went yeah but then it goes into like austin powers territory oh uh, well you I know? guess if you're doing like a psychedelic 70s, 60s mod thing, but um, I don't know. Like I would like to see, for instance, like, okay, the swirl in a skirt, it wasn't, it didn't do great, but I have a feeling that it kind of was in the direction of where she almost successfully went the previous challenge. Um, but it, it's, you know, it's half holding on to the patterns that she knows how to do and then half trying to do something different and perhaps in, in the wrong sense, like trying to do what she thinks will get her the A. So, you know, we talked about like last week, like, yeah, I want to get the A. And I felt like this is Katie trying to search for that A 
where the where right. grades don't matter. Um, yeah. And so I'm hoping that, you know, like, I don't know, that maybe Kitty can go like full, full hearted into just doing something that is super scary, but exciting for, you know, and, and, and new perhaps, but yeah. All right. I agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. Ready for project? Yes. Yay. Okay. Um, what do you think about this outfit? You know, I was like, eh, what did you think about it? Um, I feel like, I feel like the print looks very expensive. Um, really? I, yeah. I thought it has this sheen to it that I didn't notice in the workroom. And so it has this shine. And I also think that he did something to it that was, you know, that made it look really, um, made the model look great. But again, first of all, again, we're back to this mermaid shape. And um, I would say it's it's a very common silhouette for Caribbean African motifs. So hmm. it was, it, to me, I was sort of, I thought, I thought it was wonderfully made. And I thought, I'm like, I, I was kind of impressed that the model could walk in that. Because I think whenever I see those silhouettes and I follow these amazing, um, this one amazing designer um, who lives in Maryland, I can't remember their name, but um, she makes these, these silhouettes all the time. And she does really exaggerated mermaid shapes yeah. with this kind of um, exaggerated, like flowy top, but um, mostly in like African Ankara prints. And it's, they're gorgeous, but I see them all the time. And so I saw this and I was just like, all right, I've seen this before. <laughs> I'm just not used to seeing uh, white models in this type of silhouette. So I thought this hmm. was, it was like, okay, all right. <laughs> See, in, yeah. in my imagination, this is like what wealthy ladies in Texas wear Ooh. in the evening. I can see wealthy that. White. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. in my imagination, because I've never been to that party mm -hmm. and probably won't. <laughs> like, I don't know, but hmm. doesn't seem likely. So I, I thought it was very like, eh, I yeah. feel like this is not the thing you see. This is very ready to wear. Yeah, I agree. Totally agree. Um, you can get this made which is, very easily. Which is fine. Yeah. Totally fine. But again, it was the, the beginning of the missive was runway. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like runway moment. Yeah. I like that you made that <laughs> distinction. Yes. Okay. So. Was this next one a runway one runway moment? It's Satan with the flower. Zayden. Was it flower bomb with the flower bomb? Oh my god! This was like the labial express. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, I love that. You know? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but what does it like? What does the garment do after it goes on the shoulders? It just like sits there, like yeah. Like a deflated balloon. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. I thought of it as like it could be so amazing if you wore this to a pool party and this thing had its own inflator machine somewhere inside and you could float on your dress in the pool. Mm -hmm. That's very high tech. I feel like that'd be amazing. But that's I mean, I didn't get firebomb from it, but I definitely got floaty device and I think that is totally a labial a labial moment 
that's happening. Which is fine. I mean, labial moments on the runway, I always welcome. Yeah. Um, you know? I think I think the princess seams are still there. Um, but this kind of reminded me of Zayden's first outfit for the uh, the color challenge. Um, hmm. Uh, because it is, you know, like a bodycon tight dress, just with something yeah. else happening around the shoulders. So, um, ready for Christina? Yeah. So, Christina's model yes. struts out with his boudoir look. Um, we definitely have a nipple moment on the runway that no one talks about, which I loved. Um, but I also thought so interesting to actually make a nightgown outfit on purpose. Um, but yeah, I, I personally (laughs) did not like this, but I thought it was well used. I thought the print was well used and I thought, wow, interesting supplemental fabric underneath. It almost looked like cellophane. I have no idea what this was, but, um, again, so Christina's using the satin polyester so she so it's a polyester satin it didn't come off as satin at all which is interesting and Mm -hmm. the um the the outfit underneath was this like almost like an overall um night a night overall i'll call it that a night overall um that had like this cellophane feel to it with a with a sleep mask on it no i didn't like this look but i thought it was well executed Mm -hmm. But I also felt like the fabric was doing all the work. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, and I thought the sleep mask was actually a really important detail. Yeah. To be added later. Yeah. That I think Christina made, um, you know, going above and beyond. We just came off of a challenge with a mask and Christina's still making those masks, even though they're not asking for them. <laughs> <laughs> but it but it gave a clue as to what kind of outfit that is. Yes. It was like a, a sleepy, sleepy mask, yeah. sleepy eye mask. So I thought, like, okay, this is clearly well thought out. Mm-hmm. I was just, like, very billowy. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I feel like those billowies, it's still doing tricks to the eye of yeah. those judges. They're just like, yes, it flows. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So pretty. Um. All right. So, um, the judges have to talk to some designers. So, yes. um, they call the names and they call out Sabrina. I'm sorry. They call it Christina to do, but I read Sabrina's name. They call Sabrina, Christina, Darren, Chantal, Prajay, and Katie. So our safe designers are Bones, Aaron, Octavio, Anna, um. Who else is safe? We have Chastity is safe because Chastity had immunity. I'm so glad they didn't put this on the bottom and waste everyone's time. Um, and then they have um, uh, Coral and Zayden are all safe. Yeah. Um, any any switchers? Anyone you would switch? <laughs> um, I mean, no. Yeah. No. Yeah, I think it, uh, only one would have been for me probably Chastity, but she's safe. She's got immunity. Right. Right. I mean, I might have gone for Zayden. Yeah. But with who? Uh, I mean, 
not really much of a switch. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah totally agree. Um, I think I would have maybe switched out Sabrina for maybe Octavio or something. Mm, interesting. Just kind of like, just to kind of be like, Octavio, watch yourself. One of those things where it's like, not really yeah. on the bottom, but like, we're disappointed in you. So, yeah. yeah. Um, okay. So they do their reveal thing where they're like, okay, so we're going to bring out one of our favorite looks. Dun, dun, dun. You have to wait to see who it is. And then uh, from behind the scrim is uh, Christina's model. So Elaine Walter Roth, who in my notes, I... Um, I use the abbreviation of EW, so I always think about Entertainment Weekly when I read her name. Anyway, so Elaine Welter-Roth, <laughs> <laughs> this comes out, and she goes, this gave me life. So Elaine really loved this. Um, and I think they're, the judges are kind of, um, I would say, maybe dazzled by the fact that someone put a sleep dress or a sleepwear. Uh, yeah, because Christina calls it a modern sleep dress. Um, on on the runway and Brandon is thankful for the explanation because he thought it was a cooking robe a cooking robe I mean like he's not out of line I mean first of all who wants to wear something that long in your house you're gonna be tripping on things like Mm -hmm. what you live in a castle like Mm -hmm. A big castle, not a small one, a big one with 17 wings. Like, yeah. what? How does this work in a domestic setting? Maybe Christina lives in a tower somewhere in a place with many towers and, you know, and many minarets or many things with stairs where you can make, <laughs> you have enough space and room to come down and go up to have, you know, I don't know. Air flowing beneath I mean, your robe. Yeah, I don't know. And everybody's like, oh, it's so ready for the red carpet. I was like, yeah, maybe, but but look at that thing underneath. Like, mm-hmm. it's all billowy. Like, mm-hmm. and plus, red carpet ready. Like, this is ready for a fan, you know? Mm-hmm. Not necessarily red carpet, because what happens in a red carpet is you walk and then you stop. Yeah. So what happens when you stop? Exactly. When everything deflates. Yeah. <laughs> then yeah. what do you have? You have this shrivelly looking thing. So, I mean, it, and it looks like that kind of standing on the runway for the judges, too. But I also wonder, that's when the sparkly undershirt comes up or, it, you know, you know, standing still. You have that yeah. very sparkly thing underneath to do that. Yeah. Um, all right. Then, then comes Chantal. Another favorite look. Yes, Chantal. <laughs> and Chantal. And it's so funny. Like I wrote in my notes, I did not like this one. I was just kind of shocked. <laughs> Yeah, and it was on I, the top. I know, me too. Yeah. I was sort of like hoping it would be just a safe design. Yes, yeah. But it's interesting because this look is very pajama, and the other look was like sleepy night dress. Mm-hmm. Maybe they're all tired. You know? Yeah. Like, well, all of it. They want a nap. But um, but we get to hear again about uh, more details about this this print, which I really appreciated that it did come from a memory that um it came from her yeah memory of her grandmother's um house in Nicaragua and that also it kind of confirmed the colors and I think Nina really liked this that it wasn't white on navy but it was navy with lilac mm-hmm. so even the the brighter contrast color had a little bit of um of color to it 
and they were yeah. really associated with each other. So they're sort of in the blue family. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um, all right. For the next look. Unfortunately, this next look did not work. And who does it belong to, yeah. Patricia? Oh, my gosh. Um, was it Katie? No. No? Who was it? I forgot. It was Darren. Darren! So, yeah. Oh, no. Um, backstage, Aaron goes, I really love him. He's a good guy. <laughs> but every challenge, he's on a circle skirt. So, Elaine is like, Darren, you seem proud of this design? And Darren's like, yeah, I love it. <laughs> I love I it mean, so much. Um, yeah. Like if that's if that's the aesthetic, if that's Darren's girl, that's Darren's girl. Yes. I and mean, I agree. You know. I was a little disappointed that you know Elaine asks, um, "Who are your favorite designers?" Which I always think is a really precarious question to ask a designer. Um, mm. Just kind of thinking about how you know, like our experiences in crit, um, it's not my favorite thing to reference other artists when referencing, um, I know, a technique or even referencing, um, anything for another artist, especially students. But, um, <coughs> you're like, who are your favorite designers? He's like, Oh, Alexander McQueen, Versace, because I feel like that doesn't necessarily translate into what you actually make. And I don't think it mm -hmm. ought to, but, um, there is no room for SpongeBob here. And I think SpongeBob would have been a great detail to add and was very appropriate. I feel like this is more SpongeBob than Versace. Mm. So. Well, you know, Darren did say, oh, I like, you know, like the designers you already said. And then I also like pop, like pop, sub, subcultural yeah. pop oh, yeah. culture. Yeah, that's right. Like yeah. That. Um, I thought it was fine. Like nobody understands the silhouette. I'm like, really? Because you've kind of seen very similar things from Bones for three, four weeks. Mm -hmm. um, everybody's very confused by things. And I'm like, like, if you don't like it, you don't like it. Mm -hmm. Like, don't try to act like the silhouette is wrong. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Nina's the most direct. Nina just says, I don't like your print. You're mm -hmm. here to surprise. You're here to experiment. You're here to do something dazzling. But I've seen this skirt all the time. I'm paraphrasing. Yeah. And I thought that was good, good advice. Mm -hmm. Or good, a good reaction, a useful reaction. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um, all right. So another one of our least favorite designs is, so now we have Sabrina. And I wrote in my notes, I love this look. So Sabrina comes out. <laughs> Because honestly, I, I saw this and I was like, this is why I chose Sabrina for my bracket. I want mm. more of this. I want more. Go further, Sabrina. Anyway, so yeah. um, so they all had a problem with the skirt. And Gigi says, I think this would have been more of a moment without the skirt. And then Elaine asks to see it without the skirt. They take off the skirt and people, they lurch forward. Because it really does change it changes it so drastically because a skirt is a hot pink. It's taking up mm -hmm. so much space and so much room and taking away from the very graphic nature of the outfit. But once the skirt came off, I feel like I, and I would like to, to think that this is something that the judges see. 
Um, but it's so, also something that we're seeing in Sabrina's talking heads as well, where she's trying to use euphemisms even for the word vulva or vagina. Um, oh and I think this is sincere where she's like, I can't say, I can't say that. Can I? And then the producers are like, yeah, yeah. you can, you can say vagina. She's like, Oh, yeah. okay. And I think with yeah. this, I think, um, I blame Christian for this, for kind of teasing and, um, asking the most annoying questions in the workroom that implied that, um, he, he wanted her to cover up the model and, you know, like, you know, just whatever. Um, so I feel like Sabrina was pushed into that um, and hmm. felt like she did not have permission to show this outfit without the skirt. And oh, I see. I feel yeah, like when yeah. she took it away and she saw the reaction, she was like, oh, wait, I could do that. And I feel like that's something that I noticed in this episode. She's like, I can I can do that. Oh, really? That's OK. I'm like, yes, it's OK, Sabrina. Take off the skirt. So, yeah, I'm hoping for that. But any thoughts about yeah, this? And then, and then Brandon's like, this look would have had me on the floor. And I was like, really? <laughs> I would like to believe that. I know. Mostly because she's on my bracket. I would mostly like to believe that because Sabrina's on my bracket. Oh, I, I, I love, love Sabrina. Sabrina. Yeah, yeah. I love Sabrina. And then we have Prajay. Prajay and um, uh, Patricia. Um, do you yeah. think... Prajay is at the top or at the bottom? Do you think Prajay is one of the most favorite um, des designs or one of the least favorite designs? Which one is it? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, because if it, it depends and whatever Prajay is, that means Katie is not. So Katie is fidgeting. Oh. But pro no, Prajay is one of their favorite designs. Um, God, we need a whole freaking cliffhanger for this. We had 90 seconds worth of commercials before we figured out the obvious that this is one of the favorite ones. So that means Katie is on the bottom. Um, yeah. So while they're praising Prajay's outfit, Katie is nonstop fidgeting, nonstop fidgeting. But they're just like, oh, my God, this is perfect. This is perfectly edited. This is perfectly made. It's perfectly floral. Oh, my God. Prajay, they love this outfit. Um any thoughts about this? I, I was shocked at <laughs> how much they liked it. I mean, me too. It was supposed to, again, I keep coming back to the thing that Elaine was very clear to specify at the beginning of the episode. Not ready to wear. Mm -hmm. Runway moment. And then they're very excited about this. All the things that are ready to wear in my eyes. Yeah. I really. And this happens. And you know, this happens over and over with Project Runway like over and over they give a missive but then when it comes to judging all of a sudden it's does it go in a magazine does it go in this editorial or that it's like well why was it like that wasn't the challenge yes <laughs> and so, i think maybe it was like runway because it's so big you know the the sleeves are big um the 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 poof at the bottom is big you know like it's just kind of like uh it's just got this volume and then of course like the silhouette yeah. like the you know it's just sort of very very well fit to the body it's impeccably made yeah it's impeccably architected without a doubt mm -hmm. but it, it you know we've seen it you've seen it <laughs> a lot you've seen it um all right um so katie is next <sighs> so katie explains you know, I, she drew from floral that was more abstracted. 
um, and had some other types of references. And the top felt, she goes, the top feels like me, but the bottom didn't totally feel like me. I didn't have enough fabric or enough time to redo it. And, you know, and then Gigi is sort of trying, it's like trying to understand what's happening. So she goes, the collar almost looked like felt. And Katie's like, oh, it's leather. And um, Elaine, talk about the brief, rereads the challenge brief and says mm. the, the, the challenge was to design a high end runway look. So mm -hmm. to you, is this high end? And then she points at what Katie is wearing. He's like, did you make what you're wearing now? And Katie's like, yeah, I haven't bought clothes since 2017. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> of course I've made this up. Of course I made this. Everything I've been wearing, <laughs> you've made, I've made. And so she's, she's, she shares that she's been making her own clothes for, since 2017 and thought that if she didn't buy, if she stopped buying clothes, then it would force her to learn everything about design and Elaine's like, oh my God, that's so cool. It's so amazing. Um, but uh, I don't know. I, didn't, I wasn't really great about what Katie was wearing either. <laughs> but they really loved what she's wearing. Um, and again, like take notes, take notes. But, um, but then Katie takes a left turn. Okay, no, I'm left-handed. And I don't want to use those phrases. So, so Katie starts to um, take a rough go at essentially telling on Christian. Um, Katie's, so someone asks, um, uh, you know, why does this skirt look weird? And she's like, oh, well, because Christian told me to do that. And I was like, Katie is telling. Katie is telling on Christian. <laughs> mm, I just felt like... Uh whatever interactions you had with Christian, he, the choice is still yours. I didn't really appreciate this at all. Mm, I didn't you know, you either. chose to listen. You chose to listen to Christian. You chose to, you made the choices you made. Don't blame anybody else. No, because Sabrina could have so, told on Christian about, I felt like Sabrina had a more um, yeah. legit thing against Christian and didn't, didn't reference it at all. Didn't say anything like, because Sabrina yeah. could have chosen not to, but, but Sabrina chose to use that skirt. Um, and it turned out using the skirt was a bad idea. But Katie is like, I had all these ideas and Christian doesn't didn't came in and didn't like it. And so I had to re recreate it. And I don't know, but yeah. I mean, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, come on, Katie, own up to your choice. No, you have. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. They dismiss the designers they go back and another wonderful moment. All of the designers try to pep up the low scoring designers. Um, yeah. They're, they're all pretty emotional, but we kind of can kind of see them consoling each other. Yeah. Um, all right. And then the judges deliberate and yeah, yeah, that's it. Like the, they loved who they loved. They did not like who they didn't like. <laughs> um, they really called out Prajay's tailoring skills. I'll say, mm -hmm. Um, rightfully so. And let's see here. I think that's it. I didn't really. Yeah, else. it was very uneventful. Yeah. All right. So. So how about, Ernest, this time you say the winner. Ooh. 
How about it? Great. So uh, the winner is um, Chantal. The one nobody was expecting. Exactly. (laughs) I'm telling you. um, So what they said was they're like, you, so there's like Chantal, Christina, and Prajay. You all delivered joyful and original floral looks. The winner is Chantal. I was like, all right, great. So Chantal goes backstage and finishes her eight count from the morning with project. <laughs> she basically does like a dance into hugs in the back. And I just, I just freaking loved it. Um, all right. So, uh, Patricia. So they, they mm-hmm. call out the low scoring designers, Sabrina, Darren, Katie, all three yeah. of your looks were confusing and they mm-hmm. all needed editing. So, Patricia, who's out? This week we said we said goodbye to Darren. Yeah. Yeah. Who is so graceful about it all? So Who is so grateful. so enviably graceful about yeah. everything. And I thought this is the kind of attitude that people who look down on young people need to learn from. Uh, totally. You know. Totally. You know, because some people, like even Chantal was like, oh, Darren is so young. I mean, by the way, Chantal wasn't negative. No, um, no. Chantal actually also said, oh, um, I can see a difference of 10 years between us, but Darren is very authentic and that is really important. And I agree. Yeah, yeah. I think that is really important. So I don't think that Chantal was like being like mean about it, but I think a lot of people would be. Mm-hmm. Um, but yet you have this young person not young person even but just young spirit young in spirit person leaving the show with a lot more grace yeah than i mean others. and uh, yeah and like i really appreciated darren talking about like you know i'm i grew up feeling really different and i'm going to continue mm. to feel different but that's yeah but you can tell that darren's very um i would not i would say like totally secure in that but i think yeah is quite secure in that and also very super fucking aware because um darren hugs bones and acknowledges like bones like you are why i'm still here (laughs) you know like calling out the very first challenge um because i could have gone so much more differently with someone who would have been unappreciative of that kind of work and you know i feel like even in that episode like bones was sort of teetering on um you know like really struggling with these leadership things in the very first episode amongst these strangers but darren is someone who didn't pull the um the reality tv card of not acknowledging things even though um really could have um and so you know went out and you know everyone again like tearfully and um and I'll also say that on the way off, so so Sabrina and Katie are both safe. And as Katie's walking off of the runway, Brandon yells, Katie, find yourself. <laughs> and Katie's like, okay, oh my God. <laughs> um, there's something there. I'm, I'm really curious about Brandon's feelings towards Katie hmm. or some like maybe inkling of potential that Brandon is um, clued in on. Um, cause I'm holding on to that. That's helping me because I feel like Katie should have gone home in my opinion, but yeah. <sighs> yeah. So, I mean, I don't know for me, it was between Katie and Zayden. Interesting. Uh, yeah. I yeah. was like, Oh my gosh, what is that floppy thing behind somebody's ears? Yeah. 
you know, and Katie, what is this mush on somebody's knee? I know. You know, it's, <laughs> it's sort of like, what are you the two thinking? <laughs> the knee mush. <laughs> Um, yeah, but, um, oh my goodness. So that's the end of this episode. Yes. And, um, man, I, I, again, like I, I really love this group of designers and it gives me all the feels and, you know, it's, and people have been saying this on Instagram and on Facebook too. So glad that the kind of drama we've had for the past two episodes has been around designs <laughs> and process. Mm. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, I hope that continues. Yeah, me too. Um, all right. So, Patricia, any final words, anything to share with our listeners? And can you remind them how to find you? Yes, nothing to share. No final words. I can be found actually reading all your comments on the Workroom's Instagram account. Love your comments. So I can be found there. I also have um, a social media accounts that I haven't really been active on. Kind of taking a break right now. But I can be found there. Um, sense and Sight, like Common Sense and Optical Sight. S-E-N-S-E-A-N-D-S-I-G-H-T. And Ernest, you have a multitude of things going on, don't you? <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> don't you? <laughs> Uh, yes. Um, so yeah, I have, um, I'm currently have a show up at Tiger Strikes Asteroid in Brooklyn that was curated by, um, our phenomenal friend slash colleague slash fellow artist, Samantha Box. And, nice. um, I'm really proud of the show. <laughs> I'll just say really proud of the show and also just kind of very grateful to be showing um, something that people can see in New York. And um, I just had the show in Pittsburgh at Silver Eye Center. And I don't know, just like inc incredibly grateful um, and very busy and very tired. And so um, that's, yeah, that's sort of what I've, what I've been up to. And um, I have things coming up, but I'll, I'll announce those as they get closer. So in the meantime, um, you can find me on, um, of course, our workroom podcasts, social mediums um and um at ernez everywhere h-e-r-n-e-a-s-e -E -E, and um on my website ernezdavis.com um and i think that's about it and again like a shout out to you listeners y'all are so amazing and very clued in and thank you for your thoughts and notes and um and hot takes on these episodes and so glad that we're all sort of on the same page where we're just like happy that we're able to see more process and think about design. Um, I'm yeah. so excited about next week because someone mentions Bjork. <laughs> Ooh, so excited. That sounds good. Oh, so My excited. favorite. Yeah. And so, um, so, and, and Nalan will be back in the workroom to talk yes. about that. So, um, oh man, Patricia, so fun. So glad we were able to do this episode. Um, and again, Me with too. our our um, our tacit connection to Yolanda Hadid. <laughs> oh God. Hadid. <laughs> oh, um, and then yeah, and listeners, let us know if we miss anything, um, and if you have any other comments to share with us, we'd love to hear from you. And so then, in the meantime, um, take care of yourselves and take care of one another, and we'll both say goodbye. Yeah. Bye! Bye. <laughs>